Quest Gaming Network presents Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another great episode and long-strived after one at that (laughs) of Elder Scrolls Off the Record, a Quest Gaming Network production available for download on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, and QuestGamingNetwork.com. Today's record date is Morndas, the 7th of Last Seed, and I am your host and fellow Tamriel Traveler and the Hallmark Ass Crabber. <laughs> what did you do in the Hallmark store? I he stuck his fingers. Up. No, no. Well, no, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. That's <laughs> what she said. <laughs> that is what. She said. Um, oh my! And, yeah. Uh, so there, there was a stream involved a while back, and and when I said card store, I wasn't talking about a Hallmark card store. I was talking about a like a you know a collectible card game, Dungeons and Dragons store but anyway we'll we'll talk about that later uh uh, of course uh she's a lady uh the one the only mistress queen of the umalot labo very pretty which all right i'm not reading that (laughs) (laughs) mike mike what did you do what i didn't do no merci i am a lady (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh hi liz hi hi how are you? <laughs> Awkward start, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's uh, it's been an odyssey trying to get this particular episode, of course. But then after we were able to schedule, look, I'll we'll get into that later. <laughs> look, 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 we're all very, very happy right now because we thought Rob was missing and he wasn't. Yes. Um. So so unfortunately, Rob was scheduled to be on the show today. Um. He got sick and. He hasn't been able to, to text us, so we finally heard back from his wife saying that, you know, there's no emergency. You know, he's just he's just really sick. He's He's got a headache. He's not feeling good. You know, there might be a toothache thing going on there, and the, the dude that's just cool. fell asleep, and that's what he's done for. So so anyway, Rob, feel better. We miss you. And uh to your Rip Van Winkle, though. No, but see, what's awesome is that his wife was cool enough to be like, dude, he's sick. I'm not waking him up. You yeah. know, like. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that is really nice. Cute. She's looking out. Yeah, because you, you don't get that. That's a that's a rare gem of a wife you have there. Yeah. Because most women would be like, get up. Yeah, yeah, it, it sure is. You know, um, a lot of a lot of spouses today don't take care of themselves or their spouses, and it's it's sort of a rare commodity. So Liz would have kicked him and been like, get the hell out of bed. <laughs> uh, well, because uh, I'd have been sleeping myself, so. Eh. <laughs> Uh, hey, chat room, Twitch chat room. Hello, 
thanks for coming. Thank you so much for your patience. We meant to start about 45 minutes ago. So thank you for your patience. And of course, our wonderful podcast listeners and our YouTube viewers as well, which there I've got a little thing on that in a minute. Um, Oh, but God. I do. I, I, do? I didn't. No one did anything. It's okay. Okay. Uh, I do want to uh, shout out, of course, the man who tempted fate by playing Billy Joel for an already angry Avarin before the show. Today's episode, Ballad of Avarin, the Angry Young Man. Whoa to webcams, Mike. The Tamrielic historian. Yes. Uh, he was very surprised when I told him that I had 13 hours of Billy Joel on my uh, <laughs> iPhone. <laughs> And that I've seen him four times in concert at various parts of the country and other countries. Yes, yes. I was shocked. After we all know that he does not like Billy Joel. I don't know. He went on Billy Joel and then Mike's like, yeah, I've seen him four times. (laughs) (laughs) Including overseas. I told told Mike, I said, wow, that's... So you intentionally went to these places knowing that Billy Joel was there and singing and you walked in the door even still... See, you're outnumbered, dude. I am. Joe, I, I, not just on this Even show. Even Brago likes him. Uh, no, Brago does not like him. <laughs> yes, he does. No, he yes, doesn't. He does. No, he doesn't. Because but he's a classy cat. He is. No, he's not. <laughs> he, he likes. He likes that one about uh, where Billy Joe plays the dog in the city and sings through New York City. Oh, why should I worry? Exactly. <laughs> so I just want to throw out there for for That's all of our good. listeners. Okay, I am fully aware of the fact that there's something wrong with me and my taste. I will yes. always say that I will say this about Billy Joel and I'll say this about the Beatles. I don't like them. I recognize them for for their amazing contribution to music. It's just not my taste. However, I know that there's something wrong with my taste and not with with the the artists themselves. So that I said, the same thing to a friend of mine today about the Beatles. I'm like, I'm not a fan of their later stuff, even though I know it's revolutionary and all that jazz. I don't want to listen to it. I think but that's overstated. I don't think they're old. Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Heart Club bands, the best of their albums. <laughs> There's a lot of discovery. You know, kick now I know. <laughs> you, you know who? This um, is the girl who has 900 uh, Broadway songs on my phone. I'm gonna disagree. Wow, this is. <laughs> Mike's got 13 hours of Billy Joel. Liz has 900. Uh, what songs you said? Broadway songs. Broadway songs. This I is a lot of Broadway things. To me, this is a <laughs> lot of space that can get freed up for cat pictures. Well, maybe she has hey. like the entire soundtrack to Cats. <laughs> I do. I have a couple versions of it too. <laughs> Oh, and Phantom. <laughs> and fa- yeah, Phantom, but I only like the original Broadway. But anyway. Anyway. Um, okay. So uh, I want to <laughs> thank, of course, uh, all of our wonderful sponsors for putting on our, our, helping us put our show on today, such as our wonderful Patreon supporters. Uh, and of course, our iTunes five-star reviewers, such as Shaz Did, Captain Calvert, Exhumed, and Semperfy. 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 Um, no, that's not a question, is it? Mike, something quick to mention before we get into uh, another another shout out. Okay, so ESO Morrowind soundtrack is now available on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and Amazon. So if you like the music that is being played while you run around Vardenfeld, go pick up the soundtrack now. Mm-hmm. QGNCon tickets are available for Wednesday, October 4th, 2017 at the Baseball Center in Manhattan. So make sure you stop by QuestGamingNetwork.com. Uh, to uh, book your tickets. Less than two uh, months away, guys. QGN Con, less than two months away. So while you're there, don't forget to share your builds uh, for ESO 
Uh, so you can find builds that other people have posted. You can sort by class or by the role that they're playing. And lastly, don't forget to look in our QGN shop where you can find all kinds of great uh, accoutrement, apparel, mugs, things like that. Uh, and it helps support all of your uh, favorite podcasts. So go to questgamingnetwork.com. Yeah. All right. Um, very, very, very important note on, on YouTube here. Um, this is actually going to be the last YouTube video. That, oh, what? Y- yes, that, that Elder Scrolls Off the Record does. And um, likely, uh, what I'm going to be end up, what I'm going to end up doing is uh, QGM will be abandoning the YouTube platform completely. What, what? Did they hurt you? Uh they did. Yeah. Where did the YouTube touch you? Dude? The YouTube stepped on my foot, and it hurt a lot. Um, this is a move that I've been thinking about doing for the last six months. 10 months around there. Um, I have not come to this decision lightly at all, but uh, alas, this, this decision has, has finally been, has finally been arrived at. Um, YouTube is not our platform. It's never been our platform. Um, we do long shows here. When we started QGN, it was with the idea of, we want to make radio shows. And that's where when we when we had the chance and of of pivoting to a more youtube friendly version um we built a very long uh a, a very loyal i should say uh listener base of people who enjoyed the podcast version of the show and and we couldn't pivot our our show from being a radio thing to a youtube thing for the sake of a few bucks to be made on youtube uh, and so we've we've managed to to you know be on the platform as as a radio show, um, but but we're not we're not Howard Stern of Tamriel, <laughs> and um, and and uh, I don't have a lot of time to to put together YouTube videos constantly and and putting them on the platform. So so you know the the platform is not suitable for time and for the format of of our of our entertainment. Um, we're a radio show. That is what we are. And uh, we, we tried YouTube for many years. We tried lots of different things. We even tried making specialized shows. And it's not for us. <laughs> it is not for us at all. You look at the views on YouTube and um, they're, just, they're just paltry compared to what the actual podcast actually gets. We get thousands of downloads on, on the radio show every day. You look yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, and like it's like a, I don't even know, it's maybe a hundred something just yeah it, yeah like something El- on youtube elder scrolls off the record will get maybe 500 maybe a thousand if if there's something going on right right but, but people go to youtube not to listen to you know a radio show with with some you know with some video of of the hosts on there for an hour two hours they they go there Although to... it's fun you know watching you go as red as the back of your your uh, wall but other than that yeah yeah so <laughs> well um, there is always the vodcast capabilities of twitch now so we could run loops of of Arwen turning red all day long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do, however, want to say uh, you know also about Twitch. Um, Twitch is fine. We're not we're not leaving Twitch. Okay, we are going to be broadcasting the show um, on Twitch every single week as we always have done. Um, but you're gonna if you want to go back and and listen to the show. You're gonna have to check out the podcast. Um, podcast is is available through lots of different formats. Like I always say, we're available on iTunes, Google Play, 
uh, Stitcher Radio, QuestGamingNetwork.com, and you can subscribe to our RSS feed on QuestGamingNetwork.com or just listen while you're on the site. Um, so so there's, there's lots of different ways to still listen to us. It's just... We just don't have time for for this for to to make YouTube vibe. There's nothing wrong with the platform. It, for us, anyway, there's nothing wrong with the platform. It's just we don't have the time to to make the the platform work for us. And I'm not going to change the format of this show when the idea has always been to to make a really great Elder Scrolls community radio broadcast. So. I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> it's just that. So, uh, to our wonderful YouTube viewers, hopefully you'll, uh, you'll transfer to maybe, uh, watching us live on Twitch and, or the, the podcast version as well. Um, if this is a bridge too far for you folks, I want to thank you for all of your amazing support and, um, hopefully we'll uh, be hearing from you, uh, very soon on, uh, on, on the radio. All right. Um, I don't know I I kind of sprung this on my host. I guess we'll we'll take a few seconds to get some some reaction from you guys. No, I'm I'm like wow. It took you this long to switch back. I'm just, you know I'm happy with it. <laughs> Are you really? I th- I thought one of the um I thought you would you would kind of dislike it to be honest. No, no. Uh, it, it's a, it's a podcast and that's that's it. You don't have time to be doing all the little things you need to do. So yeah. Yeah. Go right. show show show. Uh, Mike, what about you? Liz is really liking this because now she can sing again. I know. I, I'm kind of thinking about that. That was a big part of it, right there. I think is that you know they didn't do any parodies. You know, YouTube was incredibly strict on you know all kinds of things. Like you know, if somebody filed a complaint, you know they pretty much didn't even look into it. Just immediately slapped us with you know all kinds of you know penalties, restrictions, and there was a point in time where I figured you know we were going to close down because of the fact that you know. We kept getting hit with all these stupid things from YouTube. Uh, we we so. we got very close to actually. Yeah. So Monovan's asking. So by abandoning completely, do you also mean not uploading other streams anymore either? Like late late night Elder Scrolls? Yes. Um, we are. Yes. Q- QGN is abandoning completely YouTube. Um, you can, you know, check us out on Twitch. All right. We we will see the whole thing about Twitch. What I love about Twitch is that. Now that they fixed it, it's super. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's it's super laid back. You know, uh, when when we're you can tell the difference between a show that we're doing for YouTube and a show that we're just doing on Twitch. You can tell the difference. Um, you know, especially with late late night Elder Scrolls. You know, Zephyr and I are far more laid back uh, when it comes to just a regular Twitch stream. When it comes to a stream that we know is going to YouTube, we're very aware of things like dead air. You know how. Um, you know how how interactive are we with with the uh, the chat room versus how interactive do we should we should how how much should we how far can we carry that kind of thing in a YouTube video because before it becomes annoying to the YouTube viewer watching Twitch live and watching YouTube later is a very different experience and and you have to yeah play for both audiences and that on top of you know trying to keep up with the streams and. Uh, uploading them to YouTube and then the editing and, you know, how much time do we have for this content? Because it's a YouTube video. We got to make sure it doesn't go over an hour. Cause that's why we're doing this. And it's like, you know what YouTube, you're such a pain in my fucking balls. I'm so sick and tired of your shit and I'm breaking up with you. <laughs> oh my God. Like that's yeah, right. You better go see a doctor if you're having pain I, I, there, well, you know, <laughs> torsion, like you know, you get some swelling. 
to the size of a grapefruit all of a sudden. It, it's Ew. just YouTube. Ew. For me, YouTube has just become like that really, really like whiny, whiny, uh, you know, thing in your life. And you're just like, I just got, I, no, I can't deal with this anymore. Like, it's just enough. So, so yeah, we are, uh, yeah, so I'm sorry, Monovan, um, uh, but, uh, oh my god, it sounded like you were calling Monovan the whiny thing. No, no, <laughs> oh god, no, <laughs> no, I, and I apologize again, ass, Monovan. <laughs> so, I, I'm very sorry, yeah, to and you know, to her and to, to everyone who, who does enjoy our, our YouTube videos, um, you know, it's just, it's just, uh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's enough, <laughs> it is enough with that platform. It, you're asking about, you know, uploading anywhere else, no, not unless it's automatic. He's got to save time. I mean, he's a cop and he's getting married. He he doesn't have time for this. So. Yeah, he plus no time for a whiny YouTube. <laughs> no, yeah. no time for whiny YouTube. <laughs> God. But we can post like videos for people to watch later on Twitch or vodcasting where we rerun specific ones as if they're live. Um, so you know, just keep an eye out on Twitch. There'll be places for you to watch. You know, for some of the stuff that we do. Uh, you won't be able to go back tons and tons for back catalog stuff. So you know. Yeah. You yeah. Know, just download. Our... I'm sorry. Download it. Yeah, that's what our iTunes is for. Yeah. Pretty much. iTunes, Stitcher, all that. So yay! All right. We played so Elder Scrolls. We are. Uh, we're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna move on now. Um. It. So it's. It's been. You know, 16 minutes, and I. You know, I want to make sure that we, of course, get to the reason why everyone is tuning in, which is uh, Elder Scrolls news. And uh, we've got to listen. I know it's been a long time, guys, um, since we've we've had a chance to bring to you a full episode of Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Um, thank you so much for your wonderful support and for your uh, your patience. Um, so we're going to do a little catching up and some reminders as well. We've got a nice little bulleted list here of of things that we brought up before, brought the stuff up before. Just want to bring it back up again and then carry on with a few other things as well. So. Um, Mike, we haven't uh, we haven't heard much from you yet. Um, you mind going down some of this list, maybe up to mid-year mayhem? Okay. So, in case you missed the jaw-dropping announcement that we had a few months ago, Zoss is working on a transmog system. And they said it was very, very difficult to implement. And I said, because they're looking at how to monetize it. And you could hear Varwin's jaw hit the, the, the desk. <laughs> they're still working yeah. on this transmog system. Uh, there has been no news other than the fact that, yes, they're working on the system. And it will not include dyeing your weapons. That's the only new thing that has come out of the recent news on the transmog system. Okay. Will it be out with this next patch? I don't think so. No. Maybe with the quarter four one, if we're lucky. Um, so, you know, just keep an eye on the forums, listen here, and, uh, you know, make sure you send feedback to them that you want the transmog and that, you know, what you think would be a good working model to help out, you know, so that it is something that crafters can enjoy as well as the everyday person so that it's not, oh, I'm just going to go and get this other piece of equipment that I don't have to craft, that I don't have to upgrade, that I don't have to do anything for, and that will cover up my other stuff. Uh, they've also announced the ability to respec a single skill line in-game, ah. uh, which would be kind of cool. Uh, set your computers for next week. Uh, for the patching, because the DLC Horns of the Reach is coming out August 14th for PC and Mac users, and once again, August 29th for PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, they have to go through all of their stuff with Sony and Microsoft. Uh, this will add two new dungeons on both normal and hard mode, and there will be a new house. Uh, it is the Bloodroot Forge and Falkreath Hold. Uh, if you want to see them, download the gigantic PTS and take a look. <laughs> 
at uh, these new systems. There's a lot of uh, chatter yesterday that uh, Nightblades are going to be getting a huge buff with the bleed time stuff. Oh, what? So Nightblades are salivating for this uh, this update. And then quarter four, Clockwork City is coming, and we haven't I heard that was much. A myth. Well, I don't know. All the pictures <laughs> that they've shown is stuff from Bardenfeld, so maybe it is a myth. <laughs> And then, uh, for those that missed it, uh, we're sorry to say, but uh, the beginning of July, July 5th through the 9th, ESO had a ESO Plus bonus event. So oh. if you did not have a membership, you could get a free week's membership. And everybody who did have a membership got a free crown crate that, uh, as long as they logged in for each of those days, was delivered on July 17th. So hopefully they'll do something like that again in the future. I think they should do it every six months. Oh my God, it's so good. For- oh, I'll tell you about it later. <laughs> Well, you should talk about it now. We got through the bullet points. Let's talk about it. Yeah, exactly. Like, when you don't have a subscription, you don't have anywhere to put any of your crafting mats, and you have, like, when you have this, uh, oh my god, this, this just this one week, I could store all my crap in there, and then, like, oh, I had room in my bank, and it was amazing, and then you still have the craft bag, which you can still take stuff out of, so I have all that storage left, and oh my god. It's so worth it. And then just once a, once every six months, I, I mean, I guess it's just once a year, but once every six months, it'd be nice to dye all the costumes that I bought. Oh. <laughs> it, it was. Oh. The, the ESL Plus bonus event was very nice for, for a oh. lot of people. And I'm wondering how many people they converted over to. It's so tempting. If you have, like, if you have any of the means, I highly recommend it because it is way different. Once you don't have a subscription anymore, you'll miss it so bad. Yeah, you really, you really do. Um, Especially w- with the double space in the houses, I would never got into the crafting for the house stuff because I didn't have room to put anything. Well, with this, you have double the space. Oh, it's great! And it's it's full. I like when they did this. People realized like it's full access to to ESO Plus so you got the unlimited storage with the crafting materials the double bank space the 10% increase to experience gold crafting inspiration trait research rates double all furnishings yeah double furnishings and collectibles in your in your house oh. all the DLC the die costumes i mean it's a lot of value it really is. It's it's a lot of value, and and it's not it's not a pay to win, but it is it will take away your experience once you lose that because you're like I don't want to go back to my house and move anything around because I can't put it back in. Yeah, you know, I can't. It's I can't pay, do anything with it's it. It's pay to convenience. I'll, I'll yes, say and, that. and I mean that's what we asked for. Yeah. I mean, if they're going to do it, that's the best. I, that would be like, you know, the, the, the best way to do it. If you're going to do a pay to, uh, some sort of, you know, um, pay thing, whatever. And then what yeah. am I talking? I'm talking out of my ass. Go ahead. <laughs> a, a lot of, a lot of crafters that I talk to are hoping that with this transmog system, they build in something very similar to the way the die station works right now, where you can buy some type of transmog capability on an individual piece but if you're an ESO Plus member, that the transmog will be unlimited so long as you have the materials uh, in your possession. And, you almost uh, lost me on that. I'm not quite sure if you did or not. 
Yeah. So, well, like you said, you like dyeing all your costumes. You know, the way yeah. you dye costumes right now, since you don't have ESO Plus, is you have to buy the dye stamps. Yes. And I, I did actually buy some dye stamps. Um, and I will tell you this. A lot of people haven't used them before. If, if you don't have the subscription and you want to dye, that's what the dyes are in the store. You know, they're 200 crowns for like a pack. They're a one-time use. So better pick it, you know, pick what you want and preview everything. <laughs> but you also have to... Uh, undo all of your mods like take them all away and then you'll be able to d use your die stamp and then you can reinstall all your mods or just you know disactivate them reactivate them um that's where a big problem of mine was hmm. and so. for somebody like myself who has the eso plus membership as long as i have the colors unlocked for the achievements i just go to the die station and bloop 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 there all my costumes are dyed all my armor is dyed and you know the die stamps are nice because if there's dies that are dies that aren't available through um um, the through achievements or dies that I haven't right. unlocked, then I can just buy them if I would like. Yeah, because the ones during July were like they bright red and bright bright blue, and I'm like, I don't think that's actually a normal thing. Um, at least that I saw that either I haven't unlocked or whatever. Yeah, there's but, one bright red that I have not unlocked yet. So yeah, that's right because I got it with a die stamp. Yeah. Yeah, and you saw a <laughs> lot of people with that insanely bright. Christmassy red color. Oh yeah. <laughs> have you seen um, how popular the uh, the the uh, Canadian and the American uh, dye collection became after? Oh, I think it was Canada Day and Fourth of July. Yeah, because yep. uh, because those dyes look so good on some of the materials, like that that uh, toga or the long toga. I've got. I mean, it is it is in your face red. Yeah. Because of that, and that's the only way you can get that color out of yeah. it. And it looks really good. It looks good. It does really look good. Like you would think, you know, you know, walking around in Tamriel with a red, white, and blue sort of, you know, piece of, of armor would be kind of silly. And, and it, it stands out like a sore thumb, but it's cool looking, you know? Yeah, and, but so does a frost mare, you know? Of course, yeah, I, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, walking around boat. town, it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the the red and white as well. Like it stands out too. And it's it looks gorgeous. It really is. It's very, very nice. Yeah, I like I like the die stamps, but Ambien Liz, who is different from me, Liz. <laughs> you know, when I'm in the middle of the night, I'm buying those, and I'm like, oh crap, I'm running out of the crowns because I'm like, that would look good on this character who has this outfit on. Because you do have to test them because they're not going to look the same on all materials. Ambien is that like Doctor Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde? Yeah, a little bit because I don't know Ambien what Ambien Liz, Liz does. <laughs> yeah, I'll wake up and I'll ha I'm like, I have a new build in ESO and I don't know why. Well, it works, okay, you know. <laughs> Ambien Liz sounds very much like Drunk of Arwen. <laughs> I will wake up and but saunter. she doesn't waste fifty dollars. But she's like, oh look, <laughs> hey, here's a die stamp. Well, I need that for this other character, and I need it for this other character. <laughs> I'll, and I'll wake I will, up with a bunch uh, of different apps on my phone that I didn't know I downloaded. I'll wake up and saunter over to my computer uh, with a hangover, and then and then <laughs> I'll have I'll have new games on Steam that I completely <laughs> forgot, or like brand new characters in ESO, or or you know a new assistant somehow. <laughs> oh, I remember that night. I, I had nothing to do with the instigation of that one. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so um, have have you but, guys seen the new? Uh, uh, Horns of the Reach stuff yet? Um, yes, I have a little bit here, here and uh, here and there. Um, I know the 
I, I tweeted it out about a week or two ago. The the really really awesome like bleed effect that I think some of the uh, gear is going to drop. I think in um, one of the one of the horns of the reach dungeons. I forgot which one it was. Was it Bloodroot Forge? I think it was coming in. I, I don't know, but yes, I have seen some of it, and it, it looks it looks pretty super sweet. Those those dungeons look badass. Yeah. Uh, did you see the house? No. Uh, the house is amazing because it overlooks the town of Falkreath. Is it the and, the Skyrim one, like the house yeah. Carl or yeah, that I did. It's in the um. Oh, yeah, I, I went on the PTS for a couple of minutes today just to sort of like poke at some things, and I think I saw it in the featured column there. Yeah, it looks amazing. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, you know the view is really cool because you can see Falkreath, like Skyrim's Falkreath, and that's the dungeon. For Falkreath Hold. So it's an open-air dungeon. That is going to be so cool. Mike, what is the deal with this thing? There, there's, it's calling... It's, it's calling. Mike is, like, tittering with, with happiness about this new dungeon. It's hilarious. Falkreath Hold, right? You would think that'd be in Falkreath. It is. It's the town of Falkreath. But it's in Craglorn. It's going to be in Craglorn. No, the entrance is going to be one of the border edges of Craglorn. So, um, okay. Open the map here. So it's not uh, actually good. At, so the entrance is not in Craglorn. It's just no bordering Craglorn. So, so if you were to look at the Craglorn map, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, it's borders the entire Southern edge of, uh, uh, Skyrim. And so where our archive is, it actually borders, uh, Cyrodiil kind of in that general area. And then the mountains that uh, are the southern edge of uh, Skyrim, where Falkreath would be, uh, where... Um... I'm actually looking at the map that TSO Foundry yeah. gave us <laughs> on my wall. And so it's going to be in that general area there, and you would access it the same way. If you go to um, Craglorn, there is the Bankerai Gate, which allows you to walk through into the town of Bankerai. And then over by the house, uh, the Dominus Feriascus, or whatever the heck that is, Mark's house, uh, there's another gate there. Mark's house. And then uh, up by uh, the uh, Nerncrux mine, there's another gate area up there. So there's a couple border areas with roads that lead to nowhere. And so it's going to be probably one of those roads that you take to go up into Access Valkreath Hold. All right. I've in, got the in uh, chat. Huh? What? They're asking in chat, uh, what sweet add-on is that for the colored locations? I can't remember. Oh god, is it I have no how idea. your dungeons? Oh, that. Oh, you brought up this map. Okay. Yeah, this is. A I map mean, I, found I have on locations, and then um, I think that's the name of the or destinations, and then I have uh, the boss dungeon completion or something like that, and you can sometimes color the icons. Yeah. Uh, but that's the only one I know about so far. I'll uh, I'll post this image in the chat room. Damn, that's a big wow! Wow, that's a, that's a big ass link. Um, but anyway, <laughs> uh, they, they can I, if they're interested in where that image came from, they could probably follow the uh, the links and and figure out where that where all those uh, colors came from because that is pretty cool. The, the color. There's also a mod called Colorful Sky or Colorful ASO that will color the if it's an NPC one color, yeah. you know, a friend, or whatever. 
it's good for me who I can't see the screen that well, so it's really not a really nice indicator for things like that. So good thing so, I don't put up my harvest map ones. You go nuts. Oh my god, those yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so my I, I had to disable that one. Anyway. So this is actually gonna be in um in Skyrim. Yeah. But because, you know, you can't port to those areas in Skyrim yet, the you know, the best way for them to do it is just have an access port uh, a doorway that you would walk through to go into that general area. See, I thought Falkreath was, I, I mean, I was, I, I, you know, I remember and then forget, and then I remember and then I forget. It was when really it, open because, because there was a swamp right next to it, right? Well, there's because the Dark Brotherhood the swamp. Were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there is a lot of, like, swampy type forests around it. Uh, right. The big With pine the, forests the are to the south and to the east of Falkreath. And the and the Yarl was a douche. Yeah. Yeah. But he was kinda hot. <laughs> so there you go. I mean, if you zoom in on that, that picture right there yeah. that you have up, you can see that entire where you know, the Falkreath symbol is with the, the stag. All of that southern border there, it borders against um uh, Cyrodiil. And then if you go oh. towards Cyrodiil the Reach, area. that area there that is against the area of the reach is actually bordering what is currently Craglorn. So if you were to go to the west with your pointer, uh, that area there is all Craglorn. Okay. Right. So for for podcast listeners, I've got a uh, um, in-game map of, of Skyrim up here um, from from Game Banshee, and uh, <clears throat> it's a pretty good map. Yeah, I've actually used this one before. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, it's a it's a uh, quartered off map um, that that uh, from from this place called Game Banshee, and they've got all of the uh, unlocked um, discoverable areas in in Elder Scrolls Five. It's got all the nice coordinates A six. Yeah, thank yeah. my battleship. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The uh, with the. Do you think the... they teach that stuff in school anymore? Because we used to have to learn maps, but now you just have Google Maps and you just type in a place. So you don't that, really have to find. I think that's literally the only thing they teach in school is is just Google it, just Google it. Because that's all I ever <laughs> hear when someone tries to say something to me. They're like, I don't know, I know I'm right. Just Google it. I'm like, yeah, okay, kid. <laughs> uh, I love it when people go to the forums. For any kind of questions, and somebody's like, "Did you try Google?" Yes, but that's not what I was asking. You know, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm googling to find somebody that says Google it, and I'm that's a ring of hell I don't want to be in. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, <sighs> um, so yeah, I mean, uh, I'm yeah, I'm excited about about uh, ring of hell. <laughs> I'm excited about Fulkreath Hold and Bloodroot Forge. I think Horns of the Reach is going to be it's going to be really cool. It's going to be a lot of yeah. fun. Um, and for our, our listeners, that was not a paper map that Avarwin had. <laughs> <laughs> no, that map was not made of paper, sadly. With paper. It's it was made, made of, of ones and zeros. Um, you know, oh, that's what we're going to miss from the YouTube thing, is that we can go back and make fun of Avarwin for things he said while he's wearing those pajamas and opening up stuff. <laughs> Unboxing stuff. There's going to be a lot of benefit gained for me by disabling that, that YouTube account. That's why you're really doing it. A lot. So Liz can't clip it. <laughs> well, um, let's let's jump over to um, God. There's so much that that can be said about about Horns of the Reach. I, I mean, well, our next episode, hopefully, most of us will have had a chance to play it. So, yeah, um, I mean, we'll actually get a good feel for what's going on. Then I've been I've been kind of, I've been hoping to to get into the PTS and play you know some of these 
um, so these these two dungeons on on the PTS, but I just have not had the the ability to get to get on and and, and play it for any length of time. So, it's okay, dude. You're saving lives in your daily job. I think it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no apologies. Ah, uh, you know, you know me. Anyway, <laughs> um, but I, I so hopefully next episode we'll we'll have some of of that and um you know i i've been uh working on my my tank and um uh, turning him into a magica templar tank and uh destruction staff dps which, which one is is this uh of, of arwen my uh my main oh, i was gonna say the hot one or of arwen i was <laughs> 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 <I'm just> kidding <laughs> You know, they both have the same face, I think. To look at. What? <laughs> they both have the same face. They do. They kind of do. I just like the other one. But maybe because he doesn't have your name. He uh. He's, yeah, I, I anyway, I, I've, uh, I've made him look a little bit more uh, Han Solo, piratey kind of, you know. I, I gave him not such a lawful good demeanor about him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Marlo, that <laughs> sounds like Merlo, which means Merlo. you're going to get drunk just looking at him. <laughs> uh, I've been um, for 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 <laughs> many years. I've been uh, writing my own um, uh, medieval fantasy novel, where where these characters uh, appear as as main characters, and um, this 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 particular character in, in Marlowe uh, is is that way. He's he's a um, he's a uh, you know a, a character who who has become a, a mercenary slash pirate. But he used to be a um, he used to be a, a, a paladin, and he left the the uh, he left the order to for many different reasons, and ended up becoming a mercenary. So he has this demeanor about him that's you know still you could trust him kind of he's lawful good, but he'll he does what needs to get done a lot of those times. are the best kind of characters. Yeah, and, yeah. and you know Avarwin himself he he is very similar in that way. They're best friends in this in this uh, story I've concocted and. Um, Evarwin himself is very similar to that as well, but he, you know, refuses to 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 leave the uh, the paladin order. He thinks it can be saved. Um, so so that's why you see a lot of these these traits uh, uh, pop up in my my characters in, in ESO and other games as well. Um, Mike, what do we have on on Horns of the Reach right now? Do you have anything, Liz? Do you have anything? So I've seen some of the the one dungeon being run. Because um, you know you got to get four people is the first thing, and getting four people in the PTS at the same time yeah. is kind of hard. Um, and I hate pugging. Everybody who's ever listened to this or joined us knows that. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm not about to pug something new to learn mechanics. I'll watch a streamer do it. And especially with this one, there's a lot of mechanics involved. Uh, the one boss, you're standing on an island fighting this minotaur, and he throws stuff out into the lava, and they become these little islands, and then when he gets to an enraged phase, you have to jump off the big island onto these little floating islands. An explosion happens. Uh, what was if this? Bloodroot Forge. The island, you die, and I think it was Bloodroot Forge. Yeah. Um, and so then you, you're on the little island. You're safe. Then you jump back onto the big island. Are you allowed to talk island. about this? I, I, yes, so. you are. But I don't know if, if we're so concerned about the the minutia of the mechanics here at the moment. I was just wondering. Yeah. But there's a lot of them. Yeah, <laughs> it, exactly. That's my point. Is that you know it's very mechanics heavy. I mean, just listening to me go on and on about it, you know, and that's just one fight. And so it, it's going to be very interesting because Zoss has done has gone through this learning curve 
where a lot of it was a DPS race. And people could get around mechanics just by DPSing the hell out of the boss and beating it before it could deal enough damage to them. Right. And now they have really learned from that where, like, interrupts are important and, you know, you're stunning and your rooting becomes important and where you're standing in a room becomes important. And these dungeons look incredibly fun. So I got yeah, that's that's one thing I got to throw out there. I think there's a difference between a short dungeon that is mechanics heavy and a long dungeon that's just a DPS race for every fight. You know, you, you, most a lot of developers sort of I shouldn't say that. Let me talk from the player side. A lot of players um, like it when you can run into a dungeon and and just breeze through it. But there's a difference between breezing through it because you're it's a DPS race and you're crushing the the bosses in there and they die and you get the loot and that's it and you're on to the next one versus breezing through it because the dungeon itself is not very long and the mechanics involved in getting through the dungeon are a bit involved you know that so so there is a difference there as from what i understand these dungeons are long on top of it so you know I don't think in the long run these are going to be terribly popular when it comes to running through them and, and, you know, farming them, essentially. But I think the first time you run in and you're getting used to it and you're learning it and you're doing it with your friends, I think it's it's that's a recipe for, for really, um, like, a really, really fun dungeon. Um, the, the Argonian dungeon pack that came out with those dungeons, they're mechanics-heavy, but they're also very long. And, and I would like to see the game kind of shorten that a little bit. You know, mechanics heavy is good, but mechanic heavy dungeons that are long is, is it's a bit tiring. But I'll tell you, you know, the, since these are the, the two that are coming out, plus the housing and the new uh, battleground with this pack, I'd rather they be long dungeons than to, you know, feel, you know, gypped by, you know, a $15 expansion uh, yeah. and that is I'm glad you two 15-minute dungeons. Right. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I've I've thought of that independently myself. And I said, you know what? Is that necessary? Does that... Should a, should a dungeon be long simply because you want to give value to a person who, who bought it because it was packaged in, in a way that it was coming with another dungeon and that was just it? Or should should these dungeons have been put in, let's say, with the Morrowind chapter? Or two dungeons like this should have been packaged in with the Morrowind chapter and done in a way where it was mechanics-heavy and could be done in an hour. What do you think? Yeah, that's the one thing is that I've... You know, we have this point later on to talk about Morrowind, but... Yeah. Yeah, it's. I think the one thing missing from Morrowind expansion is a you know a group dungeon type of part that came with it. Um, Aside from the the twelve man trial. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, and I was really hoping that you know when they announced that this was going to be Falkreath Hold and Bloodroot Forge, that we were going to get a zone, and not just you know an op- two open air dungeons, but we were going to get like the entire Falkreath Hold right from Skyrim. Yeah. Um. So, you know... What do you think, Liz? Do you think that's the expectation that, that, that uh, players have, that when they release DLC like this, that it's more than just dungeons, it's a little something? Or do you think, you know, just DLC, here's two dungeons, and, you know, the price is sort of, you know, what you would expect two dungeons to be, and you think that's it, that's good? 
I well, honestly, I think that's good. I think people are, are expecting more and more and more from DLC that I'm like, they can't put out that much in a year. Ugh, I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I see what you mean, but I, I think you, you sort of take in too much, you know? Um, is it really, you know, is it, is it really, um, reasonable for, for, um, a player to, to say to themselves, I, I wish this was more, but I understand it's not because they can't make more content. Is that, is that a reasonable thing to consider? I'm not, I'm not so sure. Yeah. You think so? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Cause I think people are expecting too much from just a DLC pack. I really do. I think it's we got spoiled in the beginning with these giant DLCs. I mean, Rothgard right. as a DLC, yeah. uh, Imperial City as a DLC. I mean, Imperial City is theoretically a zone, a new mechanic, and two dungeons. Uh, so when they then announced Shadows of the Hiss that it was just two dungeons, and it's like, wait a minute, Imperial City came with a zone and a new mechanic and the two dungeons, and now you're just giving us two dungeons. So, you know, I think we got spoiled early on with very large DLC packs. And so now we get these smaller DLCs like the Shadows of the Hist or the um, the Horns of the Reach, and we're like, oh, they, you know, what? Come on! And so, yeah. You know, like, you, also, once you come out with Morrowind, that was a whole new area plus a new class and plus a trial, and the two battleground or three battlegrounds, a new system. Okay, I'll, uh, you know. I don't necessarily agree, but, um, you know, we'll, we could talk a little bit more about it later on. Cause you know, like Mike said, we do have a, a section here about, about Morrow and we'd like to sort of keep self-contained, but since we're kind of moving into that area, I wanted to, you know, bring up one or two things. Um, all of that said, I'm looking forward to horns of the reach. And, and I think a lot of folks are too. Um, yeah, I think rage and myself will probably be running it on a regular basis yeah. because that blood root forge, uh, the blood drinker, uh, not the milk drinker, the blood drinker. Uh, uh, the five piece gives you a twenty percent increase to bleed time damage uh, over time effects. So that's the kind of stuff where your twin slashes, some of your night blade stuff is really going to, you know, allow you to to produce a pounding on an enemy. So so Kraz is making a very good. Um... Uh, point in the chat room here. She says uh, you can make more, but is more better. I mean, how in-depth do people actually play? If you release too much, do players get fatigued? I mean, many people play more than one game. So so that's 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 definitely a solid point. Um, you know, maybe, maybe you know, maybe uh, I'm a little behind the times here in, in you know, what's consumer expectations for, for an MMO. Um, but, you know, when I, when I hear about a DLC or a... a uh, uh, expansion coming out. I'm used to, um, you know, the the days of uh, when World of Warcraft was in their prime, or when Rift was coming out, or Star Wars: The Old Republic, and they would they would release a new expansion, and it was very large stuff. But it also was an expansion. It wasn't a you know DLC pack. Right. That there is that, and and I think that carries with it, you know, certain certain expectations, which you know we'll we'll probably talk about later on when it comes to these chapters in in uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Um, you know, you're 100 percent right, and also time as well. You know, when we're we're getting we're getting content at a much faster rate, um, 
than those huge expansions would be in in other games. So there's there's that as well. So there there is a lot of food for thought here in this, and and I'm not too sure if there is you know a a right or wrong answer on on expectations for you know DLC in in this game. I do know that there is a beat that that uh, I. I don't necessarily feel like like Zoss has hit that beat quite yet, but I do think they are very, very close to hitting that beat, hitting that cadence. What is the right amount of of game to be released in the right amount of time? And I think we're very close, but I don't I don't know if we're there yet. And also, the well, game. Krags, uh, <laughs> Kraz is also saying, uh, if you release too much, do players get fatigued? I'm going to agree with that because sometimes there are so many things that I'm like, I don't even want to pay attention to that because I don't like, I have no idea. I, I can't focus on everything at once. And also there are things that appeal to some people and some don't like with, you were saying this, uh, this new thing is just going to be two dungeons. I don't give a crap. Yeah. I mean, I do give a crap, but I mean, I'm not that I'm not here. To take my money because I'm not a dungeon person. Right. And, 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 you know, let's be honest when they came out with the Marwin chapter, you know, I don't, I, I think, I think the one thing that that you heard the least about on this show was battlegrounds, because yep. most of us here just don't really care about PvP. We don't really care about battlegrounds. Um, oh, I care about PvP. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's not our main game. You know, it's not yeah. the main part of the game. But but you know, we heard a lot about you know Vardenfell itself and the questing and and the warden. So so I I, I hear what she's saying on on that too. So that's definitely true to say as well. Um, okay, speaking of PvP, we had uh, the Mid-Year Mayhem PvP event, which, I, I, I this was amazing. I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't play it, because I'm not into PvP, yeah, but, um, you know, lots of, I know Liz was playing it, Mike was playing it, um, we had Dancing with Daggers, did a few shows based on this, this Mid-Year Mayhem PvP event. From July 23rd to July 31st, this was going on, you got a chance to gain bonus AP and boon boxes. Those boon boxes included your normal rewards for the worthy and Telvar stones, and you had a chance to get one of the following here. Alchemy reagents, PvP consumables such as repair kits, forward camps, siege weapons, as well as motif pages for your alliance and Akaviri-style items for your alliance. Akaviri-style items. Cold Harbor Siege Weapons, Prismatic Runestones, Books of Perennial Housing Items. Not to mention the fact that uh, the uh, Khajiit NPC, The Golden, offered legendary quality necklaces the first week. And in the second week, legendary quality rings as well. Um, and some, some pretty fun little uh, crowns here. Mid-Year Victor's Laurel Wreath was a collectible crown given to players who earned... The Star Made Knight achievement, which you did by completing seven, t seven tasks in which to obtain it. And uh, you also had three collectible crowns that were made available through the crown store as well, such as the circlet, the coronet, and the diadem. Badass event. But uh, on top of, like, this is great stuff. This is fine. This is wonderful. People were incentivized. But I think the big thing about the Midger Mayhem PvP event was not necessarily... You, you you came for the AP and the boon boxes, but just stayed for the fun kind of a thing, you know? 
Yeah, where the hell were you people when I was PvPing and nobody was like, oh, I'm not going. Blah, 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 blah. And then they realize that it's actually fun when your friends show up. So that now they're doing it and I'm like, well, screw you guys. So I'm turning on my computer. Shoot. Yeah, she didn't want to join us for any of it. She's like, hell with you guys. I'd rather sit on my hands all week. Shoot. Shoot. But I did go in there and I, uh, you know, they opened up two new. Uh, servers or whatever you want to call it i don't know what to call but they uh two new areas and the people that were around because so many people were there Mm. not a-holes way outnumber the a-holes once you band together and it was really nice like i was pugging with people it was great it just la 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 this is fun we're just having fun oh we died that's okay i'll get you it's fine otherwise you know when everybody's not in there it can be a yeah yeah we yeah. we ran the the affectionately called Xanax campaign. <laughs> uh, what was which that? Was Xerxes? The Xerxes campaign. Was that so Xerxes? We just we nicknamed it the Xanax campaign. The Xanax so. campaign. Okay. But uh, it, it yeah, was because that's what it looks like when you read it. Yeah. Xanax. All right. Uh huh. And then what else? Uh yeah. So we spent a lot of time in there and different characters. Uh, we would go in. I think it was Saturday before it closed. I went in with another um, AD faction member, and we went up into the DC territory, <gasps> and uh, we let all of the DC members of our uh, guild that were struggling to get the number of kills just go at it one after another, you know, to get the kills that they needed. Because, you know, some people they don't PvP enough to have PvP gear and you know be able to take on individual players, no. and they want to go in for large group content in hopes that uh, they get the kill with the catapult or the the ballista. But unless you got the killing strike, it didn't count for you. Yeah, and what's really good with that are the um the spikes, the ground spikes. Oh, those yeah, amazing. but you still have to get the killing strike in order for it to count uh-huh. as your fifty yeah. kills. So we went in and let you know a couple of our guildies get the kills that they needed. You know, people that you know would run healers like Ray, uh, who you know were a little you know timid to go in to get this event done. Uh, and I think everybody had a great time. Um, yeah. Died a lot, rezzed a lot. We captured, you know, farms and lumber mills, and we held uh, one of the forts for almost two hours. Uh, we claimed keeps in QGN's name. Hey. Aww, yay! Yay! How long did they stay that way, though? Uh, until we left. I mean, oh. once, we ca- <laughs> once we captured it, you know, this is the difference between how I PvP and a lot. When you go in there, it drives me nuts is I'll capture a fort or a keep right on the edge of the battlefield, and I won't leave. Like, you literally have to, you know, kick me out of there by taking the fort. Um, (laughs) So I'll be up there, you know, running, you know, three, four four catapults or ballista, defending a fort, even though I might be sitting there for a half hour, 45 minutes, and nobody comes. But that's the best part. And also, like... (laughs) When when the waves of enemies you kill them all, they're coming back and they know yeah. where you are and you just boom! Oh, it's so oh, like my blood is boiling. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> Rage's blood was boiling so much he actually went out and got PvP gear. Oh, really? <laughs> I yeah. heard I heard Rob and Mike hit um hit the top ten in the uh, the Emperor leaderboard. Yeah, Ray did. did too, didn't she? Yeah, and uh, Dave, the real Dave MG, got number two the next wow. day. Wow, oh, he's been doing it forever, though. Yeah, but you know, even still, you know, it's it's nice to see that you know people who casual PvPers, you know, 
spent enough time during this event in some of these campaigns to get on the leaderboard. Yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, I'm serious. Of course, you guys cheated by training off skills. <laughs> but that's well, fine, because no. I didn't get any of those. Those didn't I count. Did those not. weren't like when we did it. That was like towards the very end. Right. Trying to catch up mm -hmm. at the very end. Yeah, and the people that were doing that were not, you know, I'm, I'm, leaderboard I'm counting people. <laughs> um, but I didn't do any of the... Uh, the achievements or anything, mostly because I was just not in the mood to play most of the week. And so I'm like, why, why are these events that can get people into a different mode of gaming and enjoy it? Why were they only a week long? I would give people two weeks right? because yeah, um, there, there are so many people that have jobs. Not everybody's a teenager can, in summer that can stay up at night. You know, right. a lot of people have to go to bed at, at certain points and like they Liz. have to skip nights because Liz there's kids has a job. or whatever. Do what? I said, like Liz. Liz has a job. Oh, yeah. yeah well, I have a job, but it's not that taxing. But, you know, and I don't have kids, so I can do the middle of the night crap. But I just didn't feel like it. Hell, I mean, Legends came out on the phone. And so I was like, well, I'm, I'm going to play this. That's that's <laughs> a thing. That yeah, is a thing. Because I've been waiting for that forever. Yes. And plus, somebody suggested a Netflix show. And I was like, well, I'm going to watch that and play this while I'm watching. Yes. Oh, wait, hold on. I think the, I think the proper internet version is, yes! <laughs> yes. Yeah. So um, I really do think it should have lasted two weeks because it is yeah. a different game mode, and people did enjoy it a lot. I was yeah, the only thing that I, I had heard in terms of negative is that uh, one of the the very regularly dropping things in those boxes was the Cold Stone trebuchets, Trebuchet, ballista, yeah. things like that. And in the non CP campaign, they're not as common. And they're incredibly powerful. So there's going to be a couple weeks where there's oh. going to be huge amounts of group wipes because a lot of people have those uh, cold, cold stone uh, versions. Cold stone okay. creamery? Yeah, the cold stone creamery version. Yeah. And they're going to just, you know, just decimate large groups of people with it. I heard but, that, you know, eventually that it'll run out. Every single time you fire off the cold stone creamery ballista, when it lands, a bunch of people get around the area that it landed in. They do like a dance. Yeah, and they, well, you have to sing, you know, if yeah. you want, like, extra loot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, we just got a tip. Oh, my God, we got a tip. <laughs> we got a tip. We got a tip. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually thinking about doing that lately because everybody at my work sings, and I'm like, dude, if we did that, yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. Anyway. Speaking of legends, um... Hell yeah, Legends freaking yeah. hit the Android phone freaking finally. Oh. Totally, totally excited about that. Um I don't normally I don't normally play Legends um when I'm at home and, and on the computer. I um on the toilet. When I'm when I'm taking a dump though. <laughs> when he's rocking a deuce. With oh, my well, brand new squatty potty. He wants to be putting that lethal card down in the shadow lane. That's <laughs> so funny. Is that... Gross. <laughs> I'm going to play this it? action card. It's called Plop. Oh! <laughs> oh, God. It comes with guard and prophecy. That's right. <laughs> Splash damage on every other card's asses. <laughs> So every time that she gets a request to duel, that's all she's going to be thinking about. 
<laughs> Mike and Amara when you're in the bathroom. Oh, oh my, my god. god. I'm not There's playing. Also spectator mode, and that's even creepier. <laughs> <laughs> playing Legends in the bathroom, riding my squatty potty all the way to the end. Look, ESO Legends, the, the Twitter account, asked, hey, when you first got Legends on the phone, where did you play it first? And I'm like, oh my god, that is the stupidest question I've ever heard. Because everybody was on the toilet. <laughs> you know that. Now, I was actually watching TV at the time, but yeah. I'm going to say toilet because that's hilarious. Because that's, yeah. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll say this. You know, I, I considered, I've actually considered, um, you know, pl- while I was in that situation, firing uh-huh. up legends, right? Yeah, we saw the, t- the potty thing you got at yeah. Target this week. <laughs> Plus my my amazing it above the toilet paper roll thing, it slides <laughs> out so that he can put his phone there. That, that actually sounds brilliant, dude. That actually, sounds like a really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, but th- to me, like a legends game lasts a little longer than I'm actually um, <clears throat> in that situation. Uh-huh. So I don't actually Depending play. Depending on there. what was consumed earlier. Uh, what I <laughs> what I know. <laughs> Plus my amazing moisture wicking pants that I bought. <laughs> 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 stupid, stupid Twitter. Yeah. You're the one that tweeted out everything you bought at the Target. Okay? I, I, I did. I had a lot of fun tweeting that stuff. That was out. great. I, I think that needs to be a thing if our one goes to Target. <laughs> so, I um, subscribed that so fast. <laughs> I had so much fun. I, I, I might keep it up, actually. I think it's great. Anyway. Uh, um, so, yeah. So. Uh, but I, what I will do is I will play Legends when I'm on break at work. And um, it's it's really been a lot of fun for me because I've actually started to get back into into Legends as a result of it. Like, it's a really fun game. And, you know, when, when you're at work and there's really nothing going around, going on and you've got a couple of minutes, it's a great game to jump into. And you don't necessarily have to play an entire game. You can sort of, you know take a look at the cards that you you have and maybe yeah. consider new options for your deck or build a new deck or and start building one well, it's also a good thing now i've had trouble with staying connected um i'm usually like on my porch when i'm playing this so oh, sweet. I, I, I gotta play you more often then i'll get a lot of wins uh, uh, yeah whatever um <laughs> <laughs> that, that's no, my favorite kind play... of win is when they lose connection <laughs> yeah um and but the good thing is, is that I don't play. I try not to play um, when I know the connection's not good. So I will play like the Dark Brotherhood, and if you do things, you know, that are or the solo arena, it'll pick back up once your connection comes back up, and it'll be fine. And actually, if you turn off your phone and go to your desktop, it will pick up from there. It's it, and it doesn't take very long to sync, so it's oh, really nice. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's another thing that I really like about Legends too is that um, no matter what device you're playing from, it's the same account, it's all the same stuff. So you, yeah. don't, you don't have to like rebuild your, your, your decks um, or your, your account standings. Um, yeah, and Legends Decks now, that, that site has um, an import feature. You have to download a separate program, but it's just you know a little text program. But it, it, you can upload and copy and paste it to Legends Decks, and now you can see what you have. Um, and when you want to look up a new build, you can see what you have while you're looking that up. It's, it's great awesome. stuff. It's great stuff. Um, so on June 29th, we just want to remind everyone, Elder Scrolls Legends came out with the Heroes of Skyrim expansion. 150 new Skyrim-themed cards. Dragons, too. Lots of dragons, by the way. New card type as well. Shouts. That's a yeah. card type. And uh, the Companions uh, faction has been added. Werewolf, 
beast form change mechanic. So basically, you know, characters uh, from the companions are, are cards in the game, and uh, they added a mechanic now where that card can change into its beast form and become a stronger version of itself. Yeah, once a rune is, if it's on the board, once a rune is broken, it, it'll add plus one, plus one, or whatever. Um, apparently, Mike uh, is a butthead with those. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I felt uh, a lane and a half today and then broke a rune and just was like, oh. <laughs> But really, you could do that other ways. You don't have to have this expansion to do that. Mike's a oh. savage. <laughs> I am. I was horrible to Valen today. I filled two lanes with lethal cards and guards. You're a jackhole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Dude, that... Have you played the the Brotherhood expansion? Because you get to, you know, it's like a new story mode. Yeah, I'm about three quarters of the way through that. Oh, man. And I had to to earn everything. So I was so excited. I finally finished both the normal and the master. And then I got my pet in ESO. Because once you uh, reach the third tier or whatever in the Dark Brotherhood, you get that wolf mount, the dire wolf. That was cool. I finally got that. And I forgot that that was a prize. (gasps) I got a new pet. I was so excited. (laughs) But once you do that, I mean, that's really good, like, if you don't have a good connection or you don't have much time and you want to figure it out later. But those are hard as mess for the master stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Liz, what what do you think of the new – well, Mike, you play Legends too, right? Yep. All right. Yes. Um, yeah, Liz, Mike's on all the time. Uh, Liz and Mike, uh, what do you guys think of the new, the new uh, Heroes of Skyrim cards? Mike, uh, I have a Dovahkiin deck and a Dragon Guard deck that I built uh, based on the new cards from Skyrim. Uh, so they've got the Alduin card and the Parthenax card. I'm missing the Odavine card still. Oh yeah, um, but it but then that was has the original one. Yeah, that, but it still ha- it has all of like the uh, the guard dragons, the prophecy dragons, you know, all of that kind of stuff. The one that does minus two to opponent when it's summoned. Uh, one that just deals three points of damage, and for every dragon that you have, does another point thereafter. Yeah, and you know some of these, you know, card decks. They're very late end type of decks, where you might be down twenty points, and then you finally get to play, and it just whoops your opponent's ass. And it's like, yeah, these are some nice cards if you have the 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 patience to get that far, and you don't yeah. even stomach from anxiety. Yeah, and you don't like. I've found that when you hold back some stuff, um, that's really hard to do for me though, because I want to play. If I can play a card, I want to play that card, and uh, or I want to play something. And I'm trying to train myself to not do that. Um, But you really do have to, because some of the times you have to play this one card, wait your next turn, and then play a dragon or something to get the effect. I don't have the patience for that. Yeah, like some of the low level cards, um, like. Upgrade a shout in your deck, so you have to yeah. wait until you have a shout in your hand in order for it to work. And it's like, oh, it's a two point card; I could play it right now, but no, I gotta wait because uh-huh. I don't have a shout in my hand right now. Uh-huh. Uh, things like Alduin, you have to to burn through dragons because he's unplayable unless you're running a purple deck that just stacks on magic ungodly. Oh yeah, Otherwise, doesn't he? Um, yeah, it's cost twenty. Yeah, so every two oh. every dragon that is killed in your uh, dis- it's in your discard pile, reduces his cost by two. So in order for you to play him, you have to have four dragons that you've already played and died. 
uh, in order to play him on a normal hand. So, hmm. have you played the Night Mother card yet? No, oh, no, I have you not haven't got finished. That. Oh, <laughs> it's fun. I did play the chicken card. I, yeah, the chicken, the angry villagers, where you play yeah. a chicken, and once it's last gap, so you have to kill it, but then it'll summon all these angry villagers cards. And I think it should respawn every turn. It's, they should all have regeneration. Like like the uh, the rabid fan, or whatever it's called, the adoring fan. Yeah. Oh, the rabid it's fan. It's a gimmick card, but, you know. Yeah, it's it's a fun to play. Like, when I got it, I, I had, that, had that in every deck, because, I mean, he comes back. Like, he he's a guard. Yeah, with only one health, but he come, always comes back. And he's immune to silence, which I thought that was a great... <laughs> like, you can't shut him up. <laughs> All right, here, here's the card that, that Liz briefly <laughs> briefly mentioned, the uh, the Night Mother. It's a, it's a support card for two Magicka. has unlimited uses, and when you activate it, it summons a 0-1 target with guard for your opponent. Once 20 enemy creatures have died... Deal 20 damage to your opponent, gain 20 health, and draw up to 10. <laughs> draw up to 10 cards. So, what, what this <laughs> says, like, it, you have to uh, summon a guard, a 0-1 guard for your opponent, which means you either have to play some cards that can bypass those guards or have something that can get rid of a lot of, like, one-cost things, you know, instantaneously. Which, if you can do that, like, dude, you, you, that 20 racks up really quickly. Yeah, if you played that card and was able to get, like, two lanes filled and then use Ice Storm, that's eight. Oh, right yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, because I didn't like it at first. I was thinking, this is stupid. Why do I need, why do I want to summon a guard for somebody else? And then I played some of the, the, uh, PVE content and I was, oh, this is why. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> now there was some controversy in the legends uh, world this week what what so uh you guys know about the the drops right the eye drops or the yeah you know. so it was if you were running a stream and you were watching every approximately 48 hours you had a chance of getting a drop from bethesda mm-hmm. and it would be like 600 gold pieces uh i think a thousand uh Soul Gems, uh, a Legendary Card Pack, uh, one of the new Skyrim Packs. Right, and you get the notification Uh, in your Twitch account um, as as a whisper when that happens. Yep. And so what they did is they reduced the the time uh, that it takes to get a drop. So instead of every 48 hours approximately, that you probably get one once, maybe twice a day, depending on how much you watch Twitch streamers. Or just have Twitch on. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but the in order to compensate for that, they also reduced what you were getting. So some people were, are still getting 600, but it's very rare that you get 600 gold. More likely you're getting 100, 150, sometimes just 50 gold. Gold? You aren't getting, yeah, you aren't <gasps> getting as much uh, of the soul gems. Uh, so people, you know, once again, are complaining because they're getting something for free, but it's not what it used to be, and it's, you know, a lot less. So, you know, <laughs> there's controversy because you have people that have been playing for a while and you had this huge launch on the Android and the iPhone uh, where you've increased your consumer base and now you've decreased the drop rate uh, or you've increased the drop rate but decreased the drop reward for your iDrops. And a new player is going to struggle to get up to par with people who've been playing for a year 
without sure. the active eyedrop stuff. Getting into things like the Gauntlet or uh, one of the uh, the tournaments like they held a couple weeks ago uh, is much more difficult because you don't have the gold to pay in. So you have to buy the ticket mm-hmm. uh, to get in and use mm-hmm. real cash. And so there was a bit of controversy and people were screaming and yelling as usual because uh, anytime there's change, nobody likes it. And as Moriarty uh, would say, that's what people do! But I think it's calmed down a little bit. I've gotten three drops since then. Uh, One a day, which has been nice. It's only been 50 gold each time. But hey, that's 50 gold. Yeah, it's like walking out to my car in the parking lot and finding a dollar bill by the door. Am I going to scream and yell that it's not a $10 bill? No, I'm going to pick up that dollar bill and be like, hey, I got a dollar. (laughs) I got a dollar. dollar. (laughs) Where's my two (laughs) dollars? Now I can get that package of bugles from the vending machine. (laughs) Yeah, good luck with that. You can't even get that anymore. Oh my God! Now we're sounding old. I'm sounding old. <laughs> yeah, you know, so there was a little bit of controversy, but I think overall, especially if you know our, our listeners are, are getting into Legends, you know, take a look at some of these streamers and you know, put it on your computer. You know, you can go and do other things, but you know, just have it on, and you know, you'll be qualifying for the rewards. Make sure you link your um, yeah, you have to link your account, your uh, Bethesda.net account to your uh, Twitch account. And, you know, it's a good way to really help boost your your ability in-game because you need gold for things. You, you know, you get some of these legendary cards. That's how I got my Alduin card was on an eyedrop. Um, so, you know, it, it, yeah, it, people are like, oh, it's a stick in the eye. Now, you know. Oh, please. That's the way the Twitch something. drops, folks. <laughs> but I totally missed. I couldn't even hear that. I said, oh, please. That's the way the Twitch drops, folks. Oh, uh, hey. Oh. Oh, I'll be here all weekend. Wow. <laughs> Will you? <laughs> well, yeah. Could you not be here? Oh. <laughs> See, that's how Billy Joel feels when he hears you talking about it. That's not how he feels at all. I'm pretty sure he doesn't See, care. Here's what I wonder. When Avarwin arrests somebody and he puts the cuffs on the person, does the guy go, I am an innocent man? <laughs> I am. No. Usually what I get is a long string of, of tirades uh, coming from, from the person about how they're innocent and did not beat up their girlfriend, wife, or friend, etc., etc., etc. And who stole my crack? <laughs> it's not here because they smoked it all. I told my mother about that. I thought she was going to pee her pants laughing. <laughs> I just one. said laughing because I've been talking to two Yankees. Laughing. Yeah. We had a we had a guy yesterday we uh, that we caught for shoplifting and he was he, he's like I didn't steal anything you gotta believe me I didn't steal anything check my bag I didn't steal anything like all right all right all right we'll hear you out we'll check the bag we'll make sure and we're right in front of you know the supermarket here and you know the, these guys are saying you know the loss prevention they're like he definitely did he stole stuff you're like all right all right so we check the bag. <laughs> Now he was oh, he was going to be in arrest oh, regardless if he stole anything or not. He was in arrest because he assaulted one of the loss prevention guys before oh, they. So so it, this was really like beside the point. We're just trying to figure out what we had at this point. So he's like, I didn't steal anything. Check my bag. I didn't steal anything. I told him I said it's not going to get you out of these cuffs, brother, because you you assaulted that you know the loss prevention guy. So you're under for assault anyway. He's like, but I didn't steal anything. I'm like all right, fine. We'll check the bag. I look at him, and I go, are you serious? And he goes, what? There's nothing in there. I said, no, you didn't steal anything, but you left your crack pipe in here, dude. <laughs> so I'm like, so now you're under for assault and having drug paraphernalia. <laughs> wow. 
I thought well, my... I was just holding that for the guy that I punched <laughs> in the face. Right, right, right. <laughs> and, like, you could tell he just recently smoked crack because it was kind of, like, mild outside and he's just sweating profusely. <laughs> well, uh, to be fair, a lot of people would sweat profusely if the police are going through their stuff. Uh, but... Yeah, I, I did think of that, too, but, I mean, it was... But... But... <laughs> it's extra, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a little extra there. So, uh, wow. yeah. Yeah. I, oh, we, we had, everyone had a great big laugh at the scene on that one. That oh was my God. Insistent. Like four or five times. This guy's like, check my bag. I didn't steal anything. Check my bag. All right, fine. I don't even know what a crack pipe looks like. Like, wow. All right. Anyway. Do you know, um, <laughs> you know, those, uh, clear, um, uh, Bic pens. Yes. Those are usually crack pipes. Really? Yeah. They like fashion them into that? Yeah, you don't see it a lot be, um because they it is plastic so it does melt a lot but you'll see that as a crack pipe. Generally speaking it's like um a, a long uh glass tube of of some kind. Something that's going to withstand the heat of it Just being use held a under fire. Okay, a anyway. Bit. <laughs> so so there uh, so oh, Excuse me. So, a so tobacco device. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we're learning things this is this, see video games are a deterrent from that crap absolutely unless it might enhance your game but then it won't last very long so, so get your twitch drop kids and don't smoke crack yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah speaking of crack uh let's talk about this month's uh uh card let's talk about how the hallmark stalker would know <laughs> elder scrolls legends card for the month <laughs> Um, this month's card is uh, is Ulfric's house Carl. He's a, a three four for four, and uh, he, it says when an enemy rune card is destroyed, draw a card. Is a strength and willpower card as well. Um, Liz, what do you think about about this guy? Okay, this was was this June or July? I have to look at this the is card July. This is July. Okay, um, July. Sorry, I, I completely forgotten it. All of that I remember is that I thought it was meh. So, the, oh my god, copy and paste. There we go. Good. Yeah, so I'm going to paste this in. Uh, in now the it's taking me to the Twitch chat. <laughs> so, so Here's again, a question for you guys: How yeah. do you get these cards? Is it just random that it's? Why in? am I telling you? He who uses trick cards. No, I'm just. Kidding. Oh God, I um. I you um I forgot you exactly. put your way up the ladder. You know the, the uh, play feature of the ranked. Oh, so it's a rank thing. Yes, and the further up the ranks you go, the more copies you get. You can get up to three. Yeah, but you, um, you can get in the arena too, right? Not that I'm aware. So I'm never going to see any of these cards other than when they're played against me. What? Why not? Because I mean, if if you can do that whole werewolf thing, unless somebody knows what you're doing early on and just annihilates you, um then I think you can do it because, I mean, I'm going up the ranks right now. So can you. You're better than me, I'm pretty sure. Nah, of course, I so. haven't been creepy enough to, like, watch you. I think that that observation thing is a little creepy, even though I understand why it's there. I, I kind of wish I got a, hey, please don't watch, like, my when I'm not paying attention. That sucks. <laughs> it's cool, but it's not that cool. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to get the uh, the image up here for for uh, our our viewers. Can you say what it was again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give me a second. Let me. Uh... The Ulfric's house, Carl. Yeah, Ulfric's house, Carl. A uh, a three four for four. So three attack, four defense, okay. four magicka. He's the guy with the bear on his head that sits in there and you know 
complains the entire time when you go to visit Ulfric. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's a strength Fair and willpower card, and uh, with the text, uh, when an enemy rune card, when an enemy rune is destroyed, draw a card. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Now, when you play him, does he call your opponent a milk drinker? <laughs> <laughs> milk drinker. <laughs> so, so you're not into this, huh, Liz? Not really. Uh, but I did play against one person that with the extra draws that he got, like he played to get extra cards. Um, he whooped my ass when I was at, I had him at one health and he just he saved up everything and he extra carded his butt into doing all all sorts of nasty things. <laughs> and it was horrible. Yeah. And so I can see this fitting into a deck that was like that. But I just don't get the draw extra card thing, probably because some decks that I played with the, hey, draw four cards of this kind, I, I run out of space. And so I don't really care about the draw an extra card feature. Yeah, I, I mean, you're you're looking at a card here that essentially what it does is it's it's a it's a it's a good creature, you know, three attack, four defense for only four Magicka. I'd say that's a solid that's a solid creature card. That's right? all right, yeah. Yeah, it's I mean it's not going to win you the game, but it's definitely going to help you in your lane. No, it'll fill out it'll fill out your your build, but then also once you draw that card, unless it's like a really low number card, chances are uh, when you want to play it, you're not going to be able to play that card that you drew until the next turn. Yeah, and, and and what it's allowing you to do is when you when you um, when you destroy an enemy rune, essentially it's going to. Oh allow yeah, you, yeah. When, okay. when you destroy an enemy rune, your guy is going to be drawing a prophecy card. This is allowing you to keep up tempo, where you're drawing your own card as well as they're drawing a card. You're pulling one out, and you're hoping. <laughs> that, you're hoping it's. <laughs> you're hoping it's big enough to match the other guy. <laughs> Oh, God. You're hoping that it's going to be, you know, it's going to come <laughs> off where it's like a, it's it's an action card that you can you can use immediately or something that maybe or a guard that somebody could right possibly Kill a lane with one one guards possibly <laughs> an answer to whatever this guy is oh. your opponent is drawing is I guess the hope. Um, I wouldn't call this a a game winning bomb, but it's it's definitely something that's going to help in in a, in a tempo deck. Something that's going to you know keep the keep the cards coming in, and especially you when you're talking about tempo deck. That, a lot of people say that. I'm guessing like you're just keeping up the pace. Why aren't you winning? I, like I don't understand. Uh, tempo decks. So so this was recently just described to me. So hopefully I'm I'm relaying the information right. A All tempo right. deck is um, basically an, an aggro deck. It's an aggressive deck. It's it's a deck oh, okay. that it's going to drop lot. It's going to drop creatures quickly. That hopefully between the creatures you're dropping and the pace in which you're dropping them, that is going to be enough of an aggressive sort of strategy to help you win the game. So to me, it's that's like the steady solid deck. Like I don't need to, you know, say yeah, something. yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's not it's not necessarily like the the deck that's going to. Or your face cards, um, right? Yeah. Keep you, you know, you're not necessarily going around your opponent. You're meeting your opponent head on, and a lot of oh, that is so you. Yeah. Oh my god, that just oh my god, you are this card. So, so <laughs> Irwin's a yellow deck. He likes to play lots of guard cards. It would, yes, I do. It is, he it does. is a. Uh, I, I, I've learned that in in Legends, a good solid defense keeps you. It's in. true. It does. Yeah. And this this actually this card would fit very well in my Crusader deck because it's both strength and willpower, so he would he would go very nicely next to my uh, my tier card. Oh my God, we're having a three way conversation about legends. We totally are. 
Oh my god! I know, I know. I'm um, so happy. I'm happy too. I'm happy that you're happy. That's Yay. why I'm happy. While we're on the on the subject, okay, not to do uh, not to belabor a point, but um, while we're on the subject of monthly cards, Liz, I we didn't get a chance to hear your opinion on June's monthly card, which was Conjuration oh. Tutor. Um, Ooh, I don't think I did like that. Yeah, uh, um, I like it. It's a Conjuration Tutor 3-3. Three, three. Uh, when you summon it, you shuffle three Lava Actronax into your deck. And when you summon one of those in one lane, another one shows up. Now, I, unless somebody can, can get rid of this because it's only a 3-3 three, three and it's really easy to, for somebody to uh, get you, um, that would be kind of cool. But then you have to draw those. You have the luck of the draw to have those, but those are cool. Because the Lava Atronachs, um are a 7 cost, and they're 8-8. Eight, eight, and they have Breakthrough, Guard, and Ward. So, Oh my god, that's yeah. way too, those are way too powerful. But it, for the Conjuration Tutor, you already have to have 6 Magicka. It only has 3 health. Somebody could silence that in one, you know, one go, or just plain kill it. Yeah, but as soon as you summon it, though, you get the three Atronachs. That's true, that's true. So you're the next right. round is, a, is if, you, if this is round 6 and you can oh, yeah, play him... Right. The next round, you get to play a breakthrough guard with ward. So that means that in order for a person to destroy them, they have to attack it at least twice because they have to break the ward, uh -huh, which is uh, three times, and then do eight points of damage on the next turn. Unless they're playing a lethal deck like I was, and it's like, oh, I yeah. have a, a one, one plus lethal. <laughs> that, oh, yeah, those one ones, the, the guards with the, with the Nightmother. Oh, when you have lethal, oh, I don't, that's great. But also, you have to have the chance to draw this lava astronaut because it's not saying it's going to put it in. Oh your, yeah, shuffled your into your deck. Okay, yeah, yeah. So there's only a chance that you're going to get this. So it's, I think it's worth it. I definitely okay, think it's it is yeah. worth it. Yeah, you got it's a conjuration tutor's a three three for six. Now, when you put this on the table, they're saying you immediately take th three lava astronauts and put it into your deck. So that's where the chance, Shuffle it in. right? You you sh gets shuffled into the deck, so you have a chance of dropping this lava atronach, or pulling one into your hand rather. And like a lava atronach is chance probably at that point in time. Oh, of the I game. think it's even well, yeah. It's um, and also that's going to thin out your pool if you have like a certain way you're going to play this game, and you have certain cards that you really need to play in order to pull off something awesome. Um, that's it's thinning out your pool of what you're going to be drawing. Like my yeah. my um my charge thing where I could get, you know, draw a zero cost card or play the zero cost card and get three health back or whatever. Um, yeah, that's, it's thinning out my pool of chances of getting those. So, yeah, because if you have 50 cards and this gets added in, now you have 53 cards and your chance of drawing the one bomb that you put in there, is, it is going to be a little bit lower. 53 minus nine. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> 44, but so. the, the killer thing about this cost, so. yeah. is that when you drop this lava atronach in a lane which is an 8-8 eight, eight for 7 has breakthrough guard and ward you drop oh, a copy of it in the other lane so you're getting every time you drop lava atronach you're getting two one in yeah. one lane and it copies itself in the other lane See, I told you you're dropping a deuce. You're dropping. Oh, gross! <laughs> and you that's are. what your opponent's gonna have. What's gonna happen to your opponent? I would. He brought it full circle. The 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 deuce dropping would be legendary for me. Oh my! <laughs> legendary deuce dropping. <laughs> the title of this episode. <laughs> One more pun, and I get my gun. <laughs> <laughs> that's not technically a pun. It's a rhyme. It, it, yeah, it's it's it is true. 
All right. Um, quick mention on this one. Uh, Zoss's Elder Scrolls Online ESO Tavern. Zoss's ESO Tavern is heading to Gamescom in Cologne, Germany. Cologne, Germany. <laughs> Monovan, get us stuff. Yes. Yes, the ESO Tavern will be at Heller's Brahaus in Cologne, Cologne, in Germany, Friday, August 25th, 6 p.m. till 12 a.m. Central Central European Time, CET. Meet game director Matt Firer, Rich Lambert, Mike Finnegan, and Kai Schrober at the ESO Tavern in Cologne, Cologne, Germany. At Heller's Brahas. During Gamescom. Yes. Uh, she says she's... Sadly, she's not going this year either. What? She goes to everything. What? You go to everything. You even, you even went to California. Like, just like I'm in that not... Zeppelin song. She's going to California. Yeah. Just like that. You went do you, to California. Do you don't, not like take... them either. And you're not going to go to Cologne? Are you going to take a midnight train to Georgia? <laughs> do you have Carolina on your mind? You won't take a 3 p.m. train to Cologne? <laughs> Are you going to take the midnight train going anywhere? <laughs> dude, I'm poor student now. <laughs> hey, Monovan. <laughs> anyway, uh, is if you're going to be in the uh, in the Germany area of Cologne. Uh, <laughs> I think you mean the Cologne area of Cologne, Germany. Cologne. No, I, I, I meant the Germany area of Cologne. <laughs> Because the rest of it's Spanish, uh, yeah. If you're yeah. wearing if you're wearing cologne in Europe, <laughs> chances are you're French. So <laughs> oh, if you're going to be in Cologne uh, for Gamescom and you're a big ESO fan, you may want to head over to Heller's Brauhaus <laughs> on Friday, August 25th, from six to twelve. It's going to be cool, man. Matt Fire is going to be there. Rich Lambert's going to be there. Mike Finnegan, Kai Schrober, good guys, good guys. Did okay. No, I used to be a beer wench at a German place. I believe that. <laughs> like, I was an, I thought about it the other day, and I was like, dude, that was beer, like beer wenching. Oh my god! It's and weird. then she got anyway. an umlaut. Uh, yeah. Then, now I have an umlaut. Can <laughs> I get a discount if I have an umlaut in my name? Can I go in and be like, no, I'm seriously German, dude. <laughs> like, see, yeah, God. So I wonder if my dad like changed his license to have the umlaut. Like that's weird. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Uh, Queen, of the, <laughs> Queen of the Umalot can look even more stately now uh, that uh, <laughs> there are some new costumes and whatnot that have dropped in uh, the Crown Store. Uh, we don't normally like to call this stuff out, but um, there is one thing in particular that that I think a lot of people are going to be, especially uh, one boob windows. One no, that was last week. Okay. Yeah, boot. Yeah. So, so um, we've got this: the ancestral homage formal gown. This is uh, looking quite lovely for. Uh, oh yes, for oh, ladies. Oh, this is this is brand new, and this one actually doesn't look like a sick moth uh, threw up on it because of the colors. It actually has color, mm. and it's really nice for people that can't dye their stuff. It it looks good in game. Yeah, but there's no yeah. boob window. Ah, you can see boobs. Yeah, you don't really need the you don't need the window. It's like a boob bay window, you know. <laughs> it's a bay window. It's a bay. Stupid. <laughs> but this this looks good in game, and I really do think that that when they do costumes from now on, don't make it so bland that you know 
you might not want to buy it. People that don't have a subscription might not want to even buy it because it looks so bad and they can't do anything about it. It's a well, very not the, just that look bad, but just bland. It's it's this very is their uh, third tier costume. Uh, so the first tier costume was the riding outfit with the boob window. The second one was the dress that doesn't die that well with the boob yeah, window. Yeah, that. And then yeah. this is the third tier. It's the most expensive of the dresses. And it dies really well. It looks really nice. There's a lot of detail in it. Uh, so, you know, that's how they've been running each of the times, is that there's a fairly cheap version, a medium version, and then a more expensive crown version. Yeah. This so this is, is the expensive one. There's, uh, yeah, enough ornamentation on it to look nice. It's very layered, um, both in, in, in texture and in, in, in type of, of, of cloth on top of cloth. So it's... It is very nice, and it's a lot of style to it as well. So it's it's. I uh, love Ivarwin trying to talk fashion. It's great. It's hilariously adorable. <laughs> and you know it's what? It's like Ivarwin goes to Target. I totally killed it just then. I think you did. I, I did. Th- I actually, I didn't even notice fabric on fabric. There you go. <laughs> it, it really it is. Oh, look at it. <laughs> and then there's a dude version. There is uh, Arville's Ashland attire. Uh, Arville looking stately this uh, this coming uh, autumn for for his uh, ash landing <clears throat> um, things. Mm. Oh, he looks good. <laughs> yeah, you like that? Yeah, I do. You like that look? Again, another another type of um, of uh, you know, it's not overly. It's not. It's not too much. You know, it's, it looks. I'm just gonna. It's stop. really not too much. I mean, no. that's a if I can wear it. I can wear it in a battle, all right, but you know, like I can also I don't have to switch anything when I'm hanging out with my buddies. Absolutely. Yeah, I think the version before this was just the shirt, and then this one has the overcoat uh, vest that goes with oh, it. Oh, the, the cheeseburger, cheeseburger guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like costume comes with uh, some pretty pretty cool looking Viking helmets on top of it. <laughs> I'm into it. I like the color. Gonna, see, that's one thing that I'm really not looking forward to with this whole horns of the reach or whatever they call it. Everything's got horns. Because I'm like, I don't dig the horns. I know a lot of people do. I can't do it. I can't. Well, the nice thing about the this particular costume is that the the horns detach from the the helmet and becomes a drinking stein. I thought you were going to say they take off the helmet and they still have the horns on. Do you remember that song, Detachable Penis? That's what I Oh, think. God. Jesus. <laughs> Come on. Jeez. What? Human anatomy. What? God, I'm so happy we're not FCC regulated. And I'm glad we're leaving Twitter. <laughs> off. What? Twitter. That is YouTube. a song and I did not it say anything that was not, you know, yes. it wasn't cuss word. No, no, no it's not, but. <laughs> All right, here's that here's that house that, that Mike was talking about. Hawkfield's High Hall. Say that ten times fast. Ten is... times? Not even three. Yeah. Very nice. Um Gable Oh wow. Yeah, Gabled Roof's got a nice tower back there. It's set against the uh some nice looking um uh mountains in the back. Lots of uh uh Nordic architecture around the area too. So isn't this exactly where your house was in Skyrim when you had the Hearthstone? No, it's not because there's no, a cliff there. Yeah, hmm. uh, I and this one overlooks uh, Falkreath, so oh, this might this... be in that general area, but I don't think it's that far north. It looks like the Weasley's house a little bit, <laughs> and I believe that that house is going to be available in game for gold. 
Uh, but that's the furnished version uh, that you can buy with crowns. Okay. Um, I want to move on here to the Daedric set of Azura, a bunch of uh, banners, and it looks like um, shrines to, to Azura. Looks like it's a large house item. So you've got Azura here in uh, in in stone, with uh, flanked by both the sun and the moon columns next to her, and some uh, Azura Ooh, banners behind her. A, a brazier, a brazier, I should say. A brazier. <laughs> a brazier. <laughs> uh, oh my a, god! A blue lit brazier in front of her as well. It's pretty cool looking. Yeah, uh, it does look pretty. cool. I don't know if it's for me. Here we go. Here's the thing that 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 I think people go nuts over. Uh, the Karth Wolf Charger Mount. <laughs> Wicked Wolf about had a heart attack. I know, I saw. I mean, so you have made a, a, a man very happy, Sauce. This thing, <laughs> it's it's a it's a full sized like dire wolf sized mount, and it's a with wolf. tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> got, got what? Are those are there tattoos and not like scar- scratch marks? I think it's, I have I'm, no idea. Do you think PETA is onto them right now and being like, "Why are you scratching up wolves?" I think it's I think it's war paint. I don't think it's yeah. I think it's war paint. Scratches. I hope it's war paint. Yeah, you can tell. Look, there's a there's a splotch on his uh, on his tail. You know. Uh, well, it could have been from like eating the souls of other people, and then their blood got on. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Totally plausible. <laughs> Uh, Chroma Blue Dwarven Spider, uh, as if you haven't seen enough of these things and kicked their asses, now you can have one as a pet. Yeah, and then just uh, people will run at it by mistake, or at least, you know, draw their weapons by mistake. Yeah. Eh. That's a, that's a mount. That's a mount? It? It's, it's a mount? Oh. Isn't it a mount? Um. Well, I don't know, if Arwen has uh, zoomed in on these. Rarest of all Dwarven Spiders... Uh, powered by gems that emit a cold blue light, said to reflect the refrigerated stolen soul. Of mount. Yeah, it says mount. It does. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Chroma blue dwarven spider mount will be available on all platforms for a limited time, from August thirty first to September fourth. I guess that's some some important key information here. We should be telling people is that this and these are coming out August and September. So yeah, the 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 wolf mount looks like it's here to stay though. Karth Wolf Charger Mount will be available for PC and Mac starting August 14th and for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One on August 28th. I think that will be really popular. I know people are talking about, oh, it's just a reskin, but this is like, they never really had like a basic wolf mount. No. So, yeah. They had the gray I, one, they had the, the black one. Oh, they did? Oh, I thought yeah. they did. I just never had them. I think what Wicked Wolf is most interested in is going to be the next thing down. Oh my god, scroll down, Ivarwin. So I'm scrolling it. down. Uh, okay. Karth Wolf Shepherd. So Which, it's a full-size wolf pet, I believe. This is a full-size wolf pet. <gasps> oh! Oh! Yeah. So that's what he was going nuts over? I thought he was going crazy yeah. over the mount. Because you can already get wolf mounts, but you can't, like, you can't get wolves to follow you. you got dogs, and you've got a husky is the closest thing. Um, you got the bulldog and you know the the retriever and the wolfhound, but this is the first wolf uh, pet, I believe. Oh, I want like a wolf cub. Of course, I'm like, hey, here's some stuff that we wanted. Now I want something else. 
No. <laughs> I don't want to be like that, but I would like in addition, like a little one, like a little. They have the little bear mouth, or not bear mouth, the bear cub, and he's like, yeah, throws out a butterfly. Yeah, I like that bear cub. He's cute. <laughs> That's so cute, and the bear one. Oh yeah, Amber Ash Hopper. Here's a yeah. Oh, yeah. this can go. No, get this off the screen. Those are Night spider bears. crickets. Yeah. Those are spider crickets. Yeah. It, uh, if I saw this Nightmare thing fuel. hanging I out on my porch, I, I'd draw my gun on this thing. I, I, I'm literally <laughs> covering up my screen I so I can't see this. <laughs> All right, I'll take a two-inch hole in Varwin's floor. It, was and it would right be worth it. Me. It would be worth it because those things are horrible. Wait, how, you can't because they <laughs> jump like eight feet. I'm talking about the real spider crickets. They will oh. jump at you. You have to throw a rug at them and then stomp on the rug to get rid of those things. And you can hear them crunch. It's the grossest thing. Whoever gets this is sick. That is that is that is one thing I do not miss about the South is the yeah. giant the mud in Mississippi and the ridiculous man-sized bugs that crawl around in it. <laughs> And then people are like, why don't you like the outdoors? And I'm like, I don't like bugs. I don't like sweat with bugs getting in stuck inside the sweat because it's so hot and there's so many damn bugs. And now we're looking at a mosquito, it looks like. Yeah. Now I'm mad. (laughs) Sets Dova fly. Like the heat makes me mad. There's another another, uh, thing that will be going past. All right. And then the last one is the uh, (laughs) style parlor markings. Ebony epidermis skin. So basically, um, a recolored version of the um, uh, Cold Harbor uh, guys. What, what do they call those things? The, those uh, husks? Soul Shriven. Soul Shriven. Oh. Yeah, Soul Shriven. Yeah, only reason I knew that because that was a lyric in one of the songs I never did, but I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is pretty cool. This This thing. I like the, the purple the- in it. I like their faces, the way they light up like that. Yeah, the glowy eyes, the purple. Yeah, they eyes. look like they're models for all the Legends cards. Yeah, they, like they do. Like, yeah. I'll tell you what, the Soul Shriven, um, the Soul Shriven costume that they have there, or, or Polymorph, or whatever that is, it's super cool looking in game. And I, I think this is, this is gonna be, if you don't have that, I think this is, um, the Ebony one that they're coming out with. I think this is gonna be, Pretty cool looking too, and you may want to consider getting this, especially with uh, Witches Festival coming coming soon. Ooh. Oh yeah, they did announce that 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 is coming back this year. Yeah, yeah, it was on the PTS for a little while too. Ooh, yeah. it's gonna have new drops, so bam, bam. new incentive for people that did it last year. Look at that holiday in Melmora outfit. I'd love that, but you have to like it. It's hard to die that holiday, the one that looks uh, with the first boob window one. I just saw it off to the side on your screen, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's really hard to die though. That makes it look good or different. I like to stand out. So (laughs) I want like neon colors. I want like full on eighties neon and I'll be satisfied. But anyway. All right. Um, listen, we, we've got mm, 20 minutes, give or take, um, I think what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to take our our Marwin discussion, Elder Scrolls Online Marwin discussion. We're going to hold off on this. Um, I I would like to have this have this talk about you know kind of like how how we think you know Marwin is is sort of going. Um, both you know awesome. good, good points and you know points to grow on as well. But um, yeah, we're getting a little a little long with the show here tonight and. We still got gameplay and lore and emails to, to kind of go through. So 
Um, you guys want to just do this maybe like next episode? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all I have to say is, why are you finding anything wrong with Mormon? Oh my god. Okay. He's a nice dude. Uh, look, okay. Yeah. The only thing wrong with it was Morrowind. There are a lot of doors that you can't open, and that gets frustrating. But the only the only thing that's wrong with it is that super sexy uh, singer gan guy doesn't pay attention to me. <laughs> well, I think your first point is the problem that most people have with it is that for forty dollars, there's a lot of stuff that you can't do that is indicative of closed locked doors. Uh, guys, and islands that you can't get to. Let's save uh, it. Let's let's stuff like okay. that. Yeah, let's let's save it for next time because we we're, this is a can of worms and we're slowly opening it and I can start to you know smell what what we're eating for dinner and <laughs> before uh, before I before I oh, sink my worms for dinner before right. I sink my teeth into it I, I I'd rather just wait. Um, well, can we just agree that that guy's voice is sexy? Uh, no, but you can say that, and I'll I'll be. You happy. agreed with me last time. Don't even lie. Uh, yeah, I, but that was a drunk of our when buying stuff with crowns. No, no, it wasn't. It no. was on the show. I, I said he it. had a nice singing voice. I didn't say his voice was sexy. That's two totally you, different implications. That's one appreciating oh the the musical range of someone's natural God given talent, and then one being sexually turned on by that is totally. You said you're in heat. You said you're in heat. <laughs> <laughs> You were on the record. On the record. <laughs> on the record saying the record I was in heat. <laughs> saying this, dude. You I'm, caught yourself. I'm pretty sure that I have never once said that I was in heat for anything ever. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. What? All right. All right. Uh, yeah. All right. Let me open up your book bag and see what you've got in there, crack pipe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. I didn't steal anything. Go ahead and check. Oh, I forgot my I never pipe. said it. I never said it. <laughs> the list comes along with a clip. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Look, hey, listen. If you got a clip of me saying it, that's fine. I'll, I'll. But I don't remember it. And and uh, all there, right. There's that. All right. So check check your Twitters. I love later. it when I'm right. I love it when I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing you. It was on two episodes ago of ESOTR. I and I said I was in heat. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think he said he was hot outside. No, 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 no. Because the baby fever comment came after that. But we only have 20 minutes left. So let's yeah, let's move on to gameplay. All right. So so uh, Mike wants us to move on to gameplay, and I guess we'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, quickly, I, I will I will reiterate this. Um, I, I am very uh, frustrated and excited that I'm moving um, my, uh, my main Templar, Ivarwin, from a stamina-based tank to a Magicka-based tank and Magicka-based uh, Destruction Staff DPS. And, um, what are you doing with the gear on that? Horribly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not, he's not wearing, when he, when he switches to DPS mode, he's not wearing uh, heavy armor. He's wearing, he's wearing light armor. So um, I've managed to, to get myself to a point where um, I can do uh, anywhere between um, four to... 10k DPS single target um, based on, on what I'm doing. So you got that, one of those downloaders in the area parsers. No, combat it's combat um, metrics. Combat yeah. metrics, yeah, that's what I'm running. It's combat metrics. So um, that that's cool for me to see because I've I've literally been at this for, for only a few days. Um, you know, I'm I'm running lots of different things on my bar, entropy being one of them, um, radiant oppression, which is you know commonly known as the Jesus beam. 
Vampires, Bane, Aurora, Javelin, Mage Light, believe it or not. I've got my... Yeah, um, I've got works. Yeah. Um, spell Crit is up to 50%. Sweet. Yeah. I don't is that know champion that, point, or is that other things you're doing? I, all told, it's just all told. Everything that I'm doing between gear, between skill choices, champion stuff. I haven't switched my champion points over yet, so that's that's a big thing. My gear oh, is all... Oh, wait, did you do it when Morrowind came along, though? Oh, because you got it way before I did. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Uh, no, I, I haven't... I, I started this this week. Okay. Yeah, so okay. It's, it's very, very recent. So I'm very excited about, about how this is, you know, gonna, gonna turn out for me. I did tank a normal dungeon with, um my uh my my new tank set and um i did very well i did uh i actually ended up getting um i think it was might have been dark shade caverns i did with it it was the one where at the very end you got to fight the very large dwimmer automaton dark shade 2 yeah so that See, was that's the way i remember him is i'm just saying like major things and i'm like yeah that one I yeah. can't remember the names. I, I have the hardest time remembering names to to yeah. anything really. Dungeons, skills, yeah. I yeah. But yeah, I, I got through Darkshade 2 on normal as as this tank that I've not tried out yet. Totally new setup, all of that. And we got through it. And Yay! Uh, I'm Were very... you playing with Zephin? Because then of course you got through it. No, I was playing with a pug. Oh yay! Yeah. Pug victories. I like pug victories. I like them. Yeah, it, it, I, I have pugs. faith in people. Ah, uh, pugs are cute and pugs are fine because you learn to socialize. I hate socializing though, so I don't know why I'm saying that. Yeah, <laughs> well, it, was, it was a good time. We we had a good time, and the group I was running with was um, they weren't you know they weren't like crazy overpowered at all. They were you know honestly that made it fun. They yeah. they were kind of like me. A lot of them were just trying out new builds for the for the first time with new gear and, and new champion points. And uh, one guy had never been in the dungeon ever, and and he had just questing gear on. So so it was the whole thing was um, dark shade two on normal for us had had been a challenge because we were getting used to these builds um, for the first time, and and you know one of us had never been there before, so it was a challenge, and we only had maybe. I don't think we had a, a group wipe at all. A couple of us died, you know, during the course of that, but we were able to res each other. Yeah. Um, no, we did have, we had at the very end, we had two group wipes at the last boss, but we figured things out between builds and then we, we made it work and uh, did very, very well. So I was very happy with that with, so, so I'm so far when it comes to my tank build, I'm, I'm happy with how I'm doing so far. I don't like looking up builds i i don't like doing that um i'm very obviously i'm very stubborn and mm -hmm. uh and strong-willed and so so i want to do this myself you know i i take a lot of pride and when i when i've done something myself and it succeeds i'm very very proud of myself and that's how i intend to make this so i'm happy yeah i've been watching so much criminal minds i'm like wow that's part of your profile <laughs> 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 A big part of uh, I'll I'll say this, and this uh, a, a friend of mine just recently said this. He goes, "I think I'm a sociopath because of X, Y, and Z, and, and all this." And I'm like, "Listen, <laughs> the biggest part of being a sociopath means that that you don't care about other people's about feelings. Other people. Yeah, yeah. Just because you're opportunistic doesn't mean that you're a sociopath. It means you're a human being. <laughs> you're just a 
but no. Just... Uh, look, everyone's. You know, there's a there's a there's a standardized test for. I think it's. Uh, 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 I don't know if it's sociopath. The other one, I don't know, not psychopath, but starts with an S. But okay, maybe it is sociopath. But there is a standardized test for that. I did not know that. <laughs> and it's like, like 37 SATs? questions. It's like 37 questions. And the basic one is, do you care about other people at all? So, you know. Yeah. Um, anyway. Mike, how, how have you been doing in-game? So I have managed with this crazy PvP event to get up to rank 18. In uh, the Old Mary Lieutenant Grade Two, so very oh, happy about screw that. Oh, you! Serious? Just with this week? Well, I got three levels this week. I almost desk flipped right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I, got I am three not levels. letting you outrank me. Oh my god! I have to like no, we're the same rank now, and I need to no. I think I've won. Uh, I don't know. Okay, well, this isn't happening. Week, so uh, very happy about that. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> working on my Sark now to try and uh, get his DPS much higher for Trials. Um, our Trials group has uh, got to complete on Halls of Fabrication. Uh, we are taking a little bit of a break because I think we're burnt out with that and we've started to go back to AA. We want to try and get uh, a complete on Vet AA. Um, we spent about two and a half hours Sunday uh, on Vet AA. We got stuck again at the Wisp Mothers. Uh, we said, okay, let's call it here, and we then reset the dungeon to normal and burned it in like 29 minutes. So it's just a matter of you know getting together on a regular basis and running it, running it, running it. But I think we're having fun with it. Um, so it's been a good time. Uh, I've been playing Oblivion on the PlayStation 3, and uh, Maglier is a royal pain in the ass. I have to go and fix another oh. one of his screw-ups for the Fighters Guild. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that little guy. Yeah, yeah. that little guy. It's like every time you turn around, they're like, go find him at this city because he screwed up again, won't yeah. do his work. The, isn't there a choice where you can, like, send him away and you don't have to deal with all this crap later? No, he keeps coming back no matter what you yeah. choose. Yeah. yeah. You, can, you can make him look bad or, you know, cover for him. Yeah. So, um, so I've been what do doing, you usually so, do? I usually cover for him because I'm a nice guy. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm an enabler. You're an enabler. I do. I cover for him too. Uh, and then uh, I've been playing Legends. You know, the eye drops have really reinvigorated the game for me because uh, you know when you first start out, it's really hard and you get frustrated because you're not making any progress. And you see, oh, you know, for a hundred gold pieces, you can enter the arena. I don't have a hundred gold pieces. You know, it's going to take me two weeks of you know grinding to get it. And the eye drops allow you to to have a little bit more flexibility. So I've you know gotten back into that game. You need to play the ranked games because I I seriously think you will win enough because really all it takes is three wins and it's not three wins in a row it's just three total wins then you get some gold and sometimes some packs so I really think like you could get things done if you do the uh, ranked matches yeah because they're not a, hard if you have a good deck you'll you'll be able to do well in in you know the first I think at least even if you don't have a great deck yeah I, yeah. That's true. You know, you, even you'll do well in the first few tiers of of, and if you do have a good deck, you'll you'll go even further. So, I used to do rank matches all the time. It's just now that I'm trying to um, uh, tweak my Crusader deck that that I'm I'm doing casual matches. But I intend to you know start doing rank matches again. You know, as soon as I feel more comfortable with 
And I think I'm about there when it comes to my Crusader deck. I think I'm I'm close to it. So. And you don't really lose anything when you do the um the ranked decks. I mean, you could you could get to a certain tier and you can't fall below that tier anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but oh, it really? is frustrating when you lose a bunch in a row. Ooh, it hurts. Yeah. It just feels bad. Uh, <laughs> a- anything else, Mike? So that's been my gameplay. I mean, it's a ton of time in game. It's just, yeah. you know. Yeah, tweaking here and there, doing stuff. It doesn't end up being a lot to talk about. It's just, <laughs> yeah. I mean, most of the yeah. stories I've talked about already. You know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what about you, Liz? What are you I've, doing? I've talked about most of my stuff, but I'll tell you something. Mike I'll comes tell you on something. at like four in the morning, and I'm an all night person, so I, I, I I'm up. But he's on at four in the morning. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Okay, my time it would be three. I'm what legends? <laughs> yes. Oh, you know what it might be? Because Going I'm playing on all the mobile devices. Yeah. The, it doesn't log me out unless I like, because I'm on Apple. Like, you have to, like, double click and then swipe in order for it to log out. I might be on because the phone has cycled. Uh, oh, that's <laughs> it. Okay, okay, I get like, that. I'm to bed around 11 o'clock, you know, and I wake up around 7. Yeah. Right, right. But, I mean, like, every once in a while, it'll say, Katie or Mickey's, come on. And I'm like, oh, my God, Mike, what are you doing? Like, because I'm like, well, maybe he's up because, you know, he just woke up, he can't sleep, you know. And, um, but, yeah, that that does that. And I think when people finish games or whatever, it just says, oh, they've come online. Oh, this person's come online. I'm like, wow, this person logs in and out a lot. No, that's not it. It's just they finished a game and it's saying they're available now. Yeah, because I've seen you on a couple times and like sent you like dual request and you ignore me and I'm like, oh, I see how it is. I haven't ignored it. The only du- well, so I might have like let the phone through. cycle and just you know. It could be, but I'm usually on. Really on. <laughs> and it could be that I'm like watching my show and I missed the request. You know, because I've got it on four devices now. I've got a couple because I have three phones, one that actually works, one that is only for games because it really doesn't work and one that's kind of cracked. So I just put on, you know, my criminal minds and watch that. So <laughs> I'll sit there with a couple phones play <laughs> pinball. Oh, yeah. I'm number one in pinball or I was. Congratulations. I finally made it number one. That's wonderful. Good for you. But that was like a month ago. Oh, well, so sorry. <laughs> I guess that just now means nothing. <laughs> no, well, it does. Down to number two. No, I'm number like forty something now because I haven't been playing the tournament tournament. Yeah. Ah, okay. And um I, I refuse to use the exploit where you can pay for points. Mm. No, I'm not gonna do that. So that's good. I think that is pretty much it. I wish the events were two weeks. Um costume dying, uh on the mobile disconnects a lot. Uh that is it. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we've oh, got. Uh, I'm sorry. I played uh, against Eric Estrada. I don't know if it was actually him, but the guy was named <laughs> Eric Estrada. <laughs> you would have known if it was him because if he won, you would have seen his his glistening teeth from wherever but you were. But he did not win. Aha. Uh-huh. So, so we still don't know. Frowny face, Eric yeah. Estrada. Frowny face, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay, folks. Uh, this week in Tamriel Holidays, which we're we're going to be going back to Sun's Height the tenth on this. Um, Merchants Festival, Sun's Height the tenth. The bargain shoppers of the known world are out in force today, and it's a little wonder for the tenth of Sun's Height is a holiday called the Merchants Festival. Every marketplace and equipment store has dropped their prices to at least half. 
The only shop not being patronized today is the Mages Guild, where prices are as exorbitant as usual. Most citizens in in need of magical items are waiting two months for the celebration of Tales and Tallows, when prices will be more reasonable. In Daggerfall, this is the summoning day for Vermina. Okay, and which guy, or which thing is that? Vermina is uh, the the dream one, I, right? She's the uh, Daedric Prince whose fear is yeah dreams and nightmares. Looks like an Argonian sort of, uh, at least on the wiki. Sun's height the twelfth was Devad Etept. During Devad Etept, the people of Antiphilus mourn the death of one of the greatest of the early Red Guard heroes, Devat, son of Frandar of the Hel Anisi. His deeds are questioned by historians, but his tomb in Antiphilus is almost certainly genuine. Sun's rest in Sun's height the 20th. You have to wait until tomorrow if you're planning on making any equipment purchases, for all stores are closed in observance of Sun's rest. Of course, the temples, taverns, and mages' guild in the city are still open their regular hours, but most citizens choose to devote this day to relaxation, not commerce or prayer. This is not a convenient arrangement at all. For not, all. For all. Now, it's not a co- convenient arrangement for all, but the Merchants Guild heavily finds any shop that stays open, so everyone complies. That's BS, because I know my butt would be working on that day, because uh, I'd be working at that. Sorry. <laughs> Everybody else gets days off. That's like a holiday to bring. Yeah. Not you. Banks Not are you, closed. Yeah. No, I'm in work. Yeah. Especially so. on Sun's Rest. She's there. Yeah, Labor's Day is not for laborers. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Notice how that works. <laughs> yeah. Sun's Height the 29th is Fiery Night. Few besides the natives of the Alakir Desert would venture out in on the hottest day of the year, Fiery Night. <laughs> it's a lively celebration with a meaning lost to antiquity. Uh, okay. And we make our way into this month. Last Seed, where we've had Maiden Katrika. Last Seed the second. On the day of Maiden Katrika, the people of Asofa show their appreciation for the warrior that saved their country with the biggest party of Whoa! Whoa! What? I mean, like, they gotta fight to the right to party? That's like the theme song... The warrior. <laughs> That's amazing, and that must have been a hell of a party. Also, have you noticed that the the, the characters in these games don't say these names uh, very often? And it, I heard on ESO Live where the the um, voice people, I guess, I don't know, director or whatever, was saying, "Yeah, we we try not to say that because the actors can't really get into character while trying to say these weird names." And I'm like, "Well, how do you expect us to say it?" Yeah, they actually have like a like a. a a dictionary i guess of like a, an audio nice. dictionary that you know he pronounces everything it would be nice but also like an actor that's trying to rattle off a lot of lines you know i can understand mm-hmm. how you can't stay in character while trying to do that but i would like it because i made that song with the with the yakko's world and i couldn't pronounce everything because i didn't know how <laughs> well if and Zoss, i couldn't find uh, anybody saying it in game if Zoss was able to to hire people uh outside of the uh the screen actors guild uh, such as myself, uh, oh, you God. might be able to acquire some some talent that would that be willing to to do that sort of thing. Ah, but they can't. 
Yeah, but they can't. And you want the good actor. You want like that Gideon guy, the sexy guy. Yeah, yeah. Because this, the acting in Morrowind was absolutely great. It was so good. It was so good. Sorry. Well, speaking of speaking, I'm of, getting uh, excited now. <laughs> speaking of great things, please put your paws together for the five most interesting seconds of your life. The Two Moons Horoscope with my friend, Chazeldar. Thank you. This one spent some time in the heartlands of Cyrodiil. The ragtag group of men and myrrh took and held Fort Brindle for a day. This one got books, and he read the books of Pelinel. This one has come to see that the gods conspire against myrrh and Khajiit. And what is it with the divine bull? Did Alessia ride him? <laughs> I wonder. Is what? that how minotaurs came to be? Wow. <laughs> what does the future hold? Well, we will not look at stupid bullmen. We will look to the sky, to the, st- the skies, to the moons. Masser is at her full, while Secunda is a crescent blade, which can only predispose you to agitation and a short temper. There might be an increased number of fights, which, if you are looking for alliance points, may be a good thing. So, until we meet again, may warm sands and many Telvar stones be in your future. <laughs> ah, Jezodar is able to divine much meaning in these tiny little tea leaves. How do you do it yeah. all the time, Jezodar? Oh, I have special, special focusing lenses. Oh, is that so? How are you not wearing your special focusing lenses right now? I can see. Oh, I do not know. So how do you do it then? It just be weird. Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> Special moon sugar. <laughs> this Breton female has many curious words that spring from her lips, like this. How you say? Adaral? An ambian? <laughs> yes, this is another one this one has heard her say. The ambian. Look, that, that, that's like a moon or something. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. She's crazy. She thinks there's more than one moon. Well, there are. There are, two there are more than one moons. Yes, beyond the master and school. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was so great. This one's had more than enough to drink today, he thinks. <laughs> See, when, when, when uh, Jazzledar said bull, I thought he said ball, and I was like, oh my god, the kitty's playing with a ball. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, he said bull. That's where I thought it was going. <laughs> Clearly, the, the ambient has kicked in. Yes, Look, I think so. Uh, yeah. Alessia rode the bull. <laughs> you know, there's a song called "I Want to Ride the Bull." Said that she did, <laughs> and she yeah, wants don't... to buck, buck, buck all night. It's so, wow, so funny. my goodness. <laughs> okay, it's a country song. You should look it up. Of course, it's it is. pretty good. Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> I want to ride the bull. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, moving uh, <clears throat> quickly away from any of that. Uh, what? <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> Uh, puzzle drone in our chat room did did very much appreciate our our uh, our sudden larping. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't play along with you guys. You were. I wish I could. You're playing along very well. No, no, I was arguing. <laughs> well, I guess I guess you 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 uh, jumped into. I was character. talking to two men that were talking in character. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, we've got emails. We want to we wanna read them out, folks. Uh, this one comes from Musclehead007, who says, Hello and greetings, ES- ESOTR crew. Hello. 
as, as I was driving to work yesterday, I put my Elder Scrolls playlist on my iPod. I then got consumed in thinking about the pros and cons of the various Elder Scrolls soundtracks that I have in my iTunes library. I have all the soundtracks available from iTunes, which is from Morrowind through the ESO Morrowind expansion. My main question to the host is this. Which game does each host think has the best soundtrack and why? My personal favorite soundtrack is from Skyrim due to tracks like Secunda, Solitude, Streets of Whiterun, Far Horizon, so on and so forth. I try to separate my favorite Elder Scrolls game from the favorite soundtrack, and Oblivion is my favorite game. Skyrim has my favorite soundtrack. Skyrim soundtrack, to me, has the widest, most broad score of all the Elder Scrolls games. What do y'all think? May your, may your roads lead to warm sands. Musclehead, 007. Are you sure this wasn't asked by you, Avarwin? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was not, but I did include it because um, I I love. Don't this. you listen to that like when you're gearing up for a day of policing? I I listen to and you're like Dovaki Dovaki. <laughs> this is how I picture you like getting ready for work. I have I, Just... no joke. I I have had moments where uh, the Dovakin song was playing in my patrol car while I was rushing to an emergency. Oh, didn't you like like get up on the curb with your car at one point and it was like some fight music from something and you the, were like, "Oh my god, I'm this is my whole life. I've dreamed of this." So yes, there there yeah, there there was <laughs> there there was a moment um when yeah, so so every now and again like during like major major emergencies like, you know, maybe a police officer is calling for for additional assistance, um I will absolutely take the patrol car and I if there's Look, traffic in New York is a beast, okay? There there will be whole sections, whole blocks that are completely blocked off by traffic. Packed, like, car upon car, bumper to bumper from one intersection all the way to the next. And you, as a cop, can't get around it, even with your lights and sirens, because there's just nowhere to move. The sidewalks. Unless you take the sidewalk. And you don't it, like my driving, stay off the sidewalk. <laughs> And there, there have been few moments, but in my 10-year career so far, there have been moments where I have said, this is an emergency. Either a cop, if I you know, don't get there in time to help, a cop could seriously be injured or dead. And I have taken the sidewalk. And <laughs> there was one time <laughs> when, yes, there was some, some pretty, pretty awesome uh, Elder Scrolls music playing. Um. From Skyrim, while I was doing this, so so yeah, that was that, and and I I remember laughing myself like this is everything I've ever wanted in my life, <laughs> except for the injury to another officer. It was great. Yes, yes. So there uh, was one thing missing: the guys moving the giant pane of glass. Yeah, <laughs> and the ramp, and then some chickens at the other end that can fly everywhere. That's right. And yeah. t- and Walker, Texas Ranger, in my car, going <laughs> do it, <laughs> or Shia LaBeouf. Right, do it. So um, I will Even say if you're this: before you did it, and then yeah, uh, um, Oblivion is is my favorite soundtrack. Although I completely agree with everything that Musclehead is saying, I I love pieces. The pieces that he named are are some of my favorite on on the Skyrim soundtrack: Secunda, Solitude, Streets of Light, Run, Far Horizons. Every time I listen to those pieces, I'm instantly transported. 
I, I'm, I don't care what that sounds like. I will honestly tell you, for, as God is my witness, I literally am instantly transported in my mind to wherever I am to back in, in Skyrim. And I'm just having a ball. I'm absolutely having a ball. And, and there are moments when I get a little nostalgic about, you know, podcasting with, you know, Joe Wilson and, and Dave Adams and, and, and Louis Olan. Um, and when I hear, when I hear those, those pieces, um, and that, that happens for me too. Um, but what I will say is, is that, uh, my favorite soundtrack is, is Oblivion. And, um, my favorite piece on that is All's Well. Um, it's just got this, this feeling of, of home about it. That to me reminds me of, of being at home and, and I get, um, odd memories, um, while listening to that soundtrack, that piece of music all as well. I get odd memories of my childhood that, that just pop up, like how happy I was, you know, being with my grandmother in, in her house, not too far from where I live now. Um, and you know, little things like that, how happy I was, you know, as a child, you know, during, during Christmas, when my mother would, you know, surprise me with her, her chocolate chip cookies, when I'd come home from, from school, um, little things like that come back to me oddly enough because it has nothing to do with elder scrolls at all but but has there's some connection between that feeling of home coming to me through that that song and then that feeling being connected to other moments in my life when i've i've felt very uh at peace with with being at home so that is uh that is my my favorite and and uh, oblivion is uh, the oblivion soundtrack is my my favorite soundtrack um out of out of all of them what about you guys it's very hard because there there's parts there's some of them that i don't like uh the song like the particular songs mm -hmm. um you know just because the mood setting um things like um what is it here uh um blood and steel because you know as soon as you hear that you're like all kinds of pumped uh, up and like yeah and usually i'm, I'm listening to it nice and quiet and yeah. you know relaxing and then that comes out it's like oh my god well, um, it, that has that has woken me up from yeah. from sleep many times you know tooth and claws another one like yeah. that but yeah. then you get things like uh the the bannered mare uh one and that one's really nice uh, yeah. i like um the uh, wing or wings of kinnereth kinnereth yeah that's uh, a beautiful one yeah the Nerevar Rising reprise from Morrowind. Um, so, you know, there, there's certain songs from each of the tracks that I really like. And there's ones that, you know, I appreciate them for the, what they are. But they're definitely not relaxing like music that the rest of the soundtrack is. Like the night themes are amazing. I mean, it's like two hours of like crickets and rustling winds. And, yeah. You know, Skyrim the, the, Atmospheres. Uh, yeah. That track Skyrim is... Atmosphere track or yeah. uh, disc. And, and it's so nice. But then, like, you know, it's flanked on either side on my playlist somehow, and I can't move them by, uh, you know, battle music. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, or, like, some sort of creepy dungeon music. Yeah. Oh, God. Liz, what about you? What Do you have a, a favorite uh, so soundtrack from one of the games or a particular piece? Mm, actually, no. Well, I have one. And the only one that I can ever say is, like, Holy crap, I will listen to that again. I will put that instrumental music on my phone and listen to it, but only if the decibels are loud enough is the main theme to Skyrim. Because there is nothing like that that first beginning when they're like, oh, oh my God. 
Yeah, Windows have to shake to play that one. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, and I I actually got it on my phone where it's not that loud and it pisses me off because it needs to be loud and just in your face. And I got I got some version of some guy doing a, a cover of it. I think it was like a Peter Holland one. He's he's an acapella guy. But I'm like, no, you're trying to jazz this up. No, it has to be I didn't this like feeling of just testosterone in the beginning. Yeah, I, I didn't like his, there. I didn't like his version at all. No, um, and some people will add like a, a beat track to it. I do not like acapella that adds the beat. There's one version of one song that I like that somebody did that. But other than that, it's yeah. acapella. Stop adding drum sounds. Oh my god. Okay. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> hey, you know, that's not you know that's not a slide against uh, what, what was his name Holland. Hey, like I think it's Peter Holland. I think. Yeah, but I'm not sure. It's not a slide against him at all. It's just I, I'm just so used to. You know the 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 way it actually is in 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 um in game that I I didn't yeah it just sounds I just couldn't like a appreciate bunch of norms version. just ugh. yeah I, I just couldn't and, appreciate his version uh, all right oh it's so good <laughs> I love it <laughs> <laughs> this one comes from Nash Doe who says hey I thought I should bring this to your attention Elder Scrolls Total War a mod for Medieval Two Total War has released a trailer for their 1.4 update. The mod is really fantastic, and I highly recommend checking it out if you want to see any... If you want to see an army of Thalmor attack the Imperial City. Ashed up. <laughs> well? Rob would say, oh my god! Yeah, and I will kill them all. Thanks, Nashdo. Uh, so, Elder Scrolls Total War, a mod for Medieval 2 Total War has released for their, their 1.4 update. Um, Mike, would you mind reading the next one from Cameron? Yep. So, Cameron. My name is Cameron. I'm a longtime listener and fan of the Elder Scrolls series. Just a couple of weeks before ESO came out, I was a in a big car accident, oh. which basically destroyed my left arm. Oh, God. Yeah. After a few years of recovering, I'm finally able to use a keyboard for a short amount of time without feeling any pain. And I wa finally want to play ESO. I was wondering if you have any tips for which alliance have the best storylines and areas and doesn't leave me all alone in PvP. And what is it like to play a race outside your alliance? Do people in chat or non-player characters comment on it? Would certain quests be uncomfortable in a role-playing way? Like, do certain non-player characters in the Daggerfall Covenant give you shit for being a Khajiit? <laughs> Cameron. Um, in terms of the best storyline, that's really hard. I, you know, it depends on what you're looking for. I mean, I really like the storyline in the AD zone where, uh, you help the Sylvanar. Uh, and I think that's a great story. Uh, the tie-ins for the Daggerfall Covenant are amazing. The one that is probably the hardest one to follow because it's very fractured is the uh, Ebonheart Pack, I think, because it doesn't flow nicely from section to section. And plus, uh, you, you have, have to, to go through all that swamp. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're in the swamp, the doldrum of the swamp for, for forever. Uh. Um, but, you know, the big thing is is to complete all of the, the factions before you go on to things like the Gold Coast or Hughes Bane, where you run into non-player characters that uh, follow you through from other parts of the story. Uh, and so that way you have interactions with those characters later on. Which one has Jakarn? Is that the Daggerfall? I believe so. And then who has, uh, uh, J not Jazeldar, the other one, the adorable Razumdar. one. Yeah. Yeah, Raz yeah. is uh, AD. AD, okay. So you want to do DC, I'm saying. 
basically the cameras. <laughs> I like Razumdar, but Jakari. Um, I got I got some uh, some news bits here from um, uh, sent over to me that unfortunately it couldn't it couldn't make the show in in any other form other than other than the bits that that I did receive it in. So I'm gonna just call them out right here, um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read it out to you as it was sent to me. Um, open Marwin, the source. Uh, open Marwin, the open source Marwin engine, which is kind of like a Daggerfall for Unity for or um, Skyrim Special Edition is done and playable. So, so uh, Morrowind fans, Open Morrowind, the open source engine, has is now done and playable. You can now complete the whole game and download any mods for original Morrowind into it. It's more stable, fixes every engine bug from the original, and is now the best way to play and experience Morrowind. Uh, go to Open mw.org for info and downloads also Isn't uh, beyond skyrim thing out sorry um there is a beyond skyrim that yeah there, there was i think it was beyond skyrim bruma bruma yep that that came out also uh marwind multiplayer through the open marwind engine is also functional meaning you can also play marwind with friends and Daggerfall for Unity got a big update recently and is now much closer to final release. It seems as if it's close to being done. Visit dfworkshop.net for that. And uh, Providence Cyrodiil, a mod on the scale of Beyond Skyrim, Cyrodiil, but for Morrowind, has a 1.0 demo release. Building a different vision of Cyrodiil in Morrowind. So, so if you're playing Morrowind, yeah. there's a mod out there called Beyond Skyrim Cyrodiil. Okay, it's got a demo release, and it's a different version of Cyrodiil uh, that 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 gets put into your Morrowind game. So that's that's out there as well. Uh, unfortunately, no link for that, so you have to you'll have to look for it, guys. Um, but but I wanted to throw that in there. Um, it didn't really kind of fit the cadence of the show, but I, I thought it would be good for, you know, our email section as well. Um, cool. uh, huh. What's that? I said very cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Liz, you want to, do you want to read the next one? Oh, uh, wow. Okay, sure. Um, this is dear crew of the SSGR. I have hit my first anniversary with your show just recently, and in a short uh, in a sort of celebration of that milestone, I wanted to give you a possible topic of discussion and take a moment to thank you for all your time, efforts, and knowledge that you have you give willingly every time the mic goes hot. My topic. I was getting ready to delete an alt character on, on ESO recently, and I found myself pausing and having a moment of attachment to the two-year-old alt. I was erasing her to make room for a new version of her as a warden, and I ended up doing the deed with ease, but for a moment I was sad. Cue the cheesy David Banner music from the old Incredible Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, TV show, LOL. Uh, part two of my email is letting you know the status of my listening habits. When I started listening, I hit every new non-classic episode while I was driving around Philadelphia for my job and started at episode one and worked my way toward with every or worked my way forward with every episode since. 
I am now within the housing update span of time and catching up on the remaining classics I skipped. When you run out of backlog shows, I am adding the QGD&D to my playlist. Yay! But now all the new episodes are going to take a relative eternity to drop. This will make them for more. This will make them even more special, I imagine. And my last bit is just a two cents addition. Please bring back the bumpers. I crack up every time I hear Rage of the Week. Um, thank you to all the members at Past and Present, and I enjoy you for all different reasons. And in parting, I have to ask for a guest episode for Dave from Charlie R. Well, uh, repping, repping South Jersey since the 70s. Well, <laughs> yo, uh, dog. Well, Charlie, this this bumper is for you. Oh, that's really low. Let's let's get that all the way. We can't hear it at all. Yeah, here here we go. Let's play it again. Ah, what the fuck? You gotta be freaking kidding me, man. That's some bullshit. Ah, come on. Rage of the week. Oh, Rob, we miss you today. I hope you feel better. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, oh, let's go. Yay! Because we didn't hear it, but yeah. Yay! 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 <laughs> it always feels awkward, like, when I listen back, and since we can't hear it anymore, it's always like, wow, there was that bumper, and everybody moves on because we can't hear it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, part- it's not anybody's fault. It's just the way that the setup is and everything. Part of the reason. Yeah, I've actually upgraded the setup, too, and I'm, I'm still having technical problems um, uh, <laughs> oh yeah you should have heard him pre-show i thought i asked uh, mike if we were gonna die i threw my webcam across the room that's how pissed off that's why you've got this awkward elder scrolls off the record logo up on the screen we heard it <laughs> yeah the damn tw- uh, then the there damn- was breaking glass <laughs> yeah <laughs> The uh, my damn web camera uh ha- hasn't been working if you if you tuned into some of our streams uh for late late night elder scrolls hasn't been working Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It was working late last night when I was talking to Jenny on Skype. It's not working now. Of course, when I want to do a show, it's not working. I was fiddling with the damn thing for, uh, what was it, 20 minutes, 30 minutes? Oh, it was like 45 minutes. Yeah. We were also waiting for Rob to see if whether or not he was dead. Right. So I think it was 20, 30 minutes well spent. Yeah, no, I'm not trying, saying that that it, it wasn't, but but trying you know, to find his wife on Facebook to right. see if she's posted uh, anything about. I'm worried about Rob. <laughs> I got this stupid piece of crap, you know, not working on me. At the same time, you know, this was working fine yesterday. So yeah, I, I you know, I was pulling it out of the computer, putting it in, pulling it out, putting it in. Different. I think he hit his head on the desk. Oh <laughs> God! It got to a point where I was just like, you know what? F this damn thing, and I freaking chucked it across the room. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you're marrying a therapist. Um, (laughs) I'm really happy for the rest of society. So am I. (laughs) (laughs) You still have to pay her. If like you just want to get crap off your chest, you still Uh, have to pay her. uh, Depends on if he lays down on the couch or not. (laughs) Don't worry, she gets paid. (laughs) Oh God! Oh God! Is it the end of the show yet? Oh my God! <laughs> oh, that was so creepy, man. Uh, I know. That's why I did it. <laughs> I know. Oh, God. Uh, all right, guys. Well, well, listen. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. He had a question, didn't he? Um, is Avarwin creepy? Yes. The answer is yes. 
Hold on. He was del- he, he was getting ready to delete all character in ESO recently. Found himself pausing and having a moment of attachment to the two-year-old alt. I was erasing her to make room for a new version of her as a warden. I ended up doing the deed with ease, but for a moment I was sad. Okay. Maybe. So I guess he's, his question was, do, do I mean, have, have we gone through the same thing too? I, guess I, I do. I do. Um, and I made one. Ambie and Liz made one. And I looked back and um, I missed that because it was Queen Madalena, named after my favorite character from Galavant. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I'll just try this, you know, because I always wanted to make a non-mistress something character. But I always want to play female, so I was like, oh, I'll model after her. That would be great. But I misspelled queen because I put an S in there because Ambien Liz. <laughs> and I didn't read it. And so even – I didn't even play this character, and I didn't want to delete it. And I will not delete Captain Nibbles. I can't do that. No, I can't do that. And Yeah, I mean, maybe eventually I will, but we had a Khajiit run once, and I was like, well, I'm making Captain Nibbles. And now I'm like, no, I'm not killing off my cat character. <laughs> So that's all big... my others. I still won't do it. Yeah, that's a big yes for Liz. What about you, Mike? No, I spend a lot of time creating the character, and once they've gotten about a week's or two's worth of uh, uh, horse riding lessons, uh, I don't get rid of them. Yeah, so yeah, I just buy a new time. slot if I need it. That's a big no for Rob. I mean, he'll delete a character over a skewed eyebrow. I've heard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's been much better now that you can, you know, make changes on your character. Yeah, yeah but still, I mean, I think he just like left three it up. gone. Gone. Yeah. All right, folks, we have we have hit the end of our show and uh we want to thank everyone on on Twitch and uh for 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 checking us out and and having fun with us in the chat room today. Uh also everyone who uh who has uh downloaded and watched the uh listened to the podcast uh today, thank you very much for for listening. And uh, YouTube, uh, thank you very much for all of your, your support on YouTube. Um, I am sorry that we are no longer going to be carrying uh, this, this platform anymore. Um, but I think it's going to make for a better show later on. And I do hope that um, you folks who prefer us on, on YouTube uh, find your way over to the podcast. It's the same, same great show, just just a radio radio format and uh, you, you may not have the uh, the goofy aesthetics to look at, but you certainly do have a lot more uh, quality going going on uh, when it comes to the radio show. There's there's music back there. Um, there's a little every now and again. I add in some um, uh, Easter eggs in the end of the show. Um, it's always sometimes. a good time. What's that? I, I'm just like sometimes I'm like don't expect it every episode. Oh my god. <laughs> no no no. But you know, and, and you you'll there's cues for it. You'll. You'll pick it up after a while. You'll you know when there's a when there's a, a little Easter. Now there has to be because you talked about it. This episode will have one. Of this episode. This episode will have one. All right, guys. Oh um, my God, were you recording you like making fun of of uh, Mike for his Billy Joel? No. <laughs> okay. Damn it. Oh, Sorry. that was funny though. Um, when I was playing thirteen hours beforehand. I yeah, do. and he and, and Varun was like, "Yeah, I had Billy Joel shoved down my throat for I don't know how long," and I was like, "For the longest time." <laughs> <laughs> those cues would have been great. Oh, those were amazing. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. I want to call out all the other amazing stuff that we do here at at QGN, such as classic Elder Scrolls, which we'll be recording next week. Dancing with Daggers, our Friday stream starting at ten thirty p.m. Eastern, right here on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Quest gaming network late late night elder scrolls myself and zephan we jump on uh the the old uh the old twitch airwaves 
2.30 a.m. Eastern. My goodness. It is certainly late, late night or early, early morning, depending on on uh, where you're at. Um, late, late night Elder Scrolls on Twitch. New episodes every Tuesday and Wednesday at 2.30 a.m. Eastern. Uh, let's not forget about ESOTR Trials Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern. It's Mike. It's the ESOTR Guild doing trials. It's a lot of fun. Check that out. 9 p.m. Eastern. Sunday nights right here on on Twitch. Um, also, okay, we've got some other things going on as well, such as KD Radio, our bi-weekly podcast with Shaleen and Vendatron, which records every other Friday right here yeah. on Twitch, available on podcast as well. And uh, they start up at 8 p.m. Eastern. When they're not recording... A podcast when they're not recording KD radio, they're doing a stream at the same time, Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, Shalene and Vendatron. So they're either streaming or they're podcasting. You'll like KD radio if you're uh, big into um, all different types of gaming, uh, especially console gaming, PlayStation 4, Xbox One. Um, they talk a lot about um, the, the newest and latest games, the newest and latest game trends. What's going on Steam? Uh, what what they're playing? Some retro stuff, uh, Nintendo stuff. So it's a lot they of fun. They know their crap. Watch they their horror streams. Their... Oh, re- oh yeah. <laughs> when they play horror scare games, oh my god, it's the funniest thing ever. Oh, it's great. I really like that show. Like the people squealing. are saying, when do you have? Why can't you do like an all platform show? Why don't you general gaming show? Well, we have one, and it's awesome. Yeah, so, we do. And uh, awesome. If, if you're yes. asking why we don't do a general gaming show, that's the reason why we don't do a general gaming show. Because, uh, well, you, because you don't I... know that we're actually doing a general gaming show. So <laughs> so we are doing one, guys, and it is out and there. And it's good. And it is good. It's called KD Radio. It's not obnoxious. It's not snobby. It's just fun. And uh, when it comes to general they gaming. They know their crap. <laughs> yeah, they sure do. Um, I'll, tell you what, I'll tell you what we also do. We do we do a show called QG D and D. That's Quest Gaming Dungeons and Dragons. That is a DM a a D and D session DM'd by none other than Mark, our wonderful scenarist, starring many <laughs> QGN hosts and community members every week right here. QuestGamingNetwork.com doesn't get live streamed, but it is a podcast. QG D and D Quest Gaming Dungeons and Dragons. Curse of Strahd campaign is going on right now, and uh, I hear after Curse of Strahd they'll be doing something completely different, and then possibly back <laughs> into Thule. There's a nice backlog going on already. Something wonderful for you to walk into immediately if you check out QGDND, available on QuestGamingNetwork.com. While we're talking about some other stuff, I want to invite you to QGMTG, the Quest Gaming Magic the Gathering stream with myself and QGN community member Mithril every Saturday at 2.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Mithril and I sit down and and we have fun on Magic the Gathering online. I feel like you're cheating on Legends. I, uh... I'm I'm hanging out with Elder Scrolls Legends' grandfather. 
That's what I'm doing. He's in the old man's is club. It the cool, is it the cool granddad or like the granddad oh, that yeah. you have to take care of the entire time? No, no, no. no he's this the granddad is, that yells to get the kids to get off his damn lawn. This is the granddad <laughs> that tells you about his, his sexy mistresses way back when and will laugh. And he says, <laughs> I just pooped in my diaper. <laughs> that, oh, right. That's the granddad that we're hanging out with. See, see now because uh, the – the oh, greatest generation, the baby boomers are, you know, that they were hanging out in the 60s doing 60s stuff. Now they're, they're, you know, going to the retirement homes, unfortunately. But, like, they're arguing about, like, Led Zeppelin and crap, like, <laughs> while they're, you know, <laughs> uh, in a wheelchair or whatever. It's great. I think it's awesome. I want that granddad. I don't have one. Great. <laughs> Look, it's awesome because they're, like, talking about smoking up when they were kids. It's hilarious. Goddamn anyway. hippies. Uh, well, they were the hippies. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part. Anyway, sorry. I love old people. <laughs> you, I do. You're 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 making a, a very untrue generalization about that generation's age right now. The 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 people that were at Woodstock, they're in their sixties right now. They're not well. At the my oldest. mother was part. My mother was a baby boomer, and she just turned seventy. They are starting to get to that age, unfortunately. Yeah, the baby boomers were were born in in the late forties to early fifties. Yeah, to the early fifties. Yeah, early fifties. So they're in their sixties and and early seventies. Oh not, my god! They're not oh getting. My god. They're I'm not just getting. Saying sh- that what? What you're? Gonna what, be what you're saying is not when right. When we are in the nursing homes they're, and we're listening to like Snoop Dogg, and, and it's going to be yeah, awesome. If they're yeah, listening to us right now, they're they're probably highly offended that you're aging them like an extra ten years. They're, I am aging them an extra ten you years. You are. But it's happening. <laughs> Listen, it's happening. Granddad listening to, you know, Jimi Hendrix. You could be a granddad at like forty. Don't even. He's not. He's not in the. Uh, he's not. You know, fighting over the tapioca pudding just yet. You know. Ah, uh, okay. This has nothing to do with QGMTG, by the way. <laughs> yes, it does, because the Magic the Gathering, you're cheating on Legends. Yeah, but I'm cheating with Legends' awesome granddad. <laughs> That's even grosser, too. That's gross, man. <laughs> All right, so QGMTG, guys, please check that out. Uh, it is a stream that happens right here on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Quest Gaming Network, Saturday, 2.30 a.m. Eastern. It's Magic the Gathering, and Mithril and I, we, we, um, we will we'll build an, a Magic deck together based on a certain theme. And then we'll, we'll show you, like, you know, old-ass cards from the 90s that, that are still kind of cool, reprinted, brand new now, that are still playable. Um, you didn't buy a Lotus card with QGN money, did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> are you sure? Yeah, I'm, I'm positive. It was 1.2 million for that thing? Yeah, we don't, have, we don't have that. <laughs> so, so it's a lot of fun, and I invite you guys to check that out. If you like QGDND, you're going to like QGMTG. It's Wizards of the Coast stuff. Um, Black Desert Online with Setsua. So Black Desert Online is an M- is a, uh open-world MMO, and uh, Setsua is here at QGN streaming that Saturdays, 10 p.m. Eastern. He does a great job. It's a great game. And if you're looking for a little bit of a palate cleanser, Black Desert Online may be the game for you. Mike does a stream on Mondays he never told me about. Yeah, I just saw that QGN was live, and I was like, oh, it says Mike. Right. Mike, tell us about the little thing that you got going on. So I've been uh, streaming um, Antihero. Sometimes it's it's usually after work, so about 5 o'clock, one of the work days. 
uh, when I get home, uh, there's this little game called Antihero. It's a turn-based game set in Victorian uh, gaslit London where you're a thief and you're trying to eliminate the rival thieves' guilds. And uh, so, yeah, it's a little thing I'm doing. All right. Is there a certain time that you you you, you do that at? Uh, I haven't really, like, formalized anything. It's just when I feel like I'm streaming, I jump on for about 45 minutes to an hour around 5 o'clock when I get home from work. All right. Well, well uh, follow Mike on Twitter at KDRMickey. It's K-D-R-M-I-C-K-E-Y. And, and hopefully he'll remember to tweet out that he's doing it. This way, if you want to check it out, you'll know about it, and you can come check him out and, and, and play and, and watch him play that game. And you know, maybe if there's enough uh, interest. I mean, it is a multiplayer game, so I'm doing just the the uh, campaign right now. But if there's enough interest uh, and people get it, it's only fifteen dollars on Steam. Maybe we'll have uh, more people playing against me. Sounds when like are fun. you gonna burn out, man? You have a wife and kids. You science all day, and then you do like these these things in ESO. And legends all the time. How the hell are you doing that? And this. And that, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't know how you're doing it. I think you might have an evil twin that is doing some of this. Mike, Mike is our version of the Incredible Hulk. He's Bruce Banner by day, but he's like raging fire at night. But at least the Hulk sleeps. He don't sleep. Does he? Does he? I don't know. I don't think he does. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, listen, folks, we're going to be doing a big push on, um, QGN Con. It is less than two months away, and, uh, we, 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 we let the, we let the fire simmer down a little bit, uh, give everyone some, some space on that, but, uh, we are going to be ratcheting up the, the marketing on this. Uh, we got to let everyone know that QGN Con is coming October 4th baseball center in manhattan tickets are available and on sale at questgamingnetwork.com if you think that you're going to be in the area please 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 consider buying a ticket and we'll know that you're coming and be able to expect you and be able to put together uh some some free swag stuff if you have a ticket you get free swag if you don't have a ticket we can't get you free swag which means if you're considering going and paying at the door we're not going to know that you're coming, and you're not going to be able to get a free swag bag. So swag bag, swag bag. It's kind of like a man purse, right? But it's for swag. But it's or for no, swag. No, a canvas carry-all. Is that what he called it? Now's a great time to end the show. Take care, everyone. Be safe. In it. Oh my god! And as always, may the foose be with you.
night I can barely see the road from the heat coming up Reach down between my legs Ease the seat back Got out right when it was appropriate.